Tommy Timing is a proud member of the Stop screwing it up. Of the Comics Podcast Network. Bitch. Bitch? Bitch. Welcome to episode 190 of Comic Timing, a comics podcast put it to the average comic book fan. From the average comic book fan, join in as Brent Casino, rotating panel guest and myself, Ian Levison, discuss whatever comes to mind, time after time, here on Comic Timing. Hey, remember us? We still exist, just barely. Here we catch up on movies that we have watched, including Thor Ragnarok and Justice League and other stuff, and where we think the DCEU should go and other stuff, and we're going to talk to Doomsday Clock too. You had a hammer. Here now, Comic Timing. Hey there, folks. My name is Ian Levesine, and welcome to episode 190 of Comic Timing. Casino, we back. We back, but we should really rethink the rotating panel of guests, seeing as how it's Usually you, myself, always Brandon, <laughs> and one other person, sometimes Raph. It's sometimes, sometimes rotating. Raph. What? Suhu hasn't been on in a while. And, I and, haven't and, been on in a while. In, in fact, actually, Mr. Mr. Suhu is here live in studio with me. For the first time since, like, episode... Oh, God. At least, like, single digits, dude. Fifth, yeah, dude. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a my, long my time, God, dude. Yeah. Maybe it was, like, 50 or 55 or something like that. No, it was, it was definitely 2007. Something like that. Holy shit. Yeah, but now that I have a mixer, I can do these things. And, yeah. And Rob is off on Monday, so it makes life easy. Because I'm Batman. Oh, yeah. And, and, as, we already, and as, we, as we already said, Brandon's here. And trust me, uh, if he continues doing that, I can punch him in the arm. That's literally. true. I'm right there. I'm, like, arm reach. I really am. <laughs> do it. Yes. Do it. Uh-huh. All right. We need like a special chime for uh, <laughs> arm punch. Ding! <laughs> oh my lord! All right, so yeah, so we're going to talk a bunch of different stuff on this episode. We'll we'll start off with the oldest first, and then go newest. Uh, Thor Ragnarok came out a couple weeks ago. We've all seen it, and we can discuss that. Justice League came out this past week. Uh, Raph and I saw it on the Monday after it last came out. Monday, yeah, yeah, last Monday, and then I saw it again today as we're recording. So it's a little bit more fresh in my mind, and uh, I have things to say about it, to say the least. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure we all do, both positive and negative, and we'll get into that. And uh, yeah, also just you know, like general, like where we think with the DCEU should go next, and we're also going to discuss Doomsday Clock a little bit to be a little bit current because that is the comic book that pretty much everybody's talking about right now, outside of metal, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's easy. There really isn't a Marvel comic anybody's talking about because Marvel's interesting. They're resetting. Yeah. Let's just, Restructuring. Let's just, yes. yes. Oh, I will say right off the bat, though, because uh, let's just get this bit of comic news out of the way. Uh, good riddance, Eddie Berganza. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Oh, here I thought you were going to say good riddance, Bendis. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Um, and welcome, C.B. Sabolsky. Holy shit, all right? Yeah. That, that was a bit of comic book news I did not see coming. C.B. Sabolsky, named editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics, the man who... Uh, brought a lot of talent into Marvel in the first place as, as the ca- as a talent scout, and he also edited this little book called Runaways. Yes, he did, uh, which is now a uh, Hulu uh, series. I've watched the first three episodes and enjoyed it. What do you where do you guys think this is going to take Marvel? I mean, is this a good direction for them? Uh, having a little bit of a change there, getting rid of uh, Axel and uh, getting some new blood in there that's technically old blood, but you know now he's has more power. And what do you, what do you guys think? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this will definitely I, I, help with talent development. Yes, definitely. I, I think so. I, I feel like Axel, well, Joe, Joe Quesada definitely had a specific, like, era of, mm-hmm. of his editorial in charge and things that he will be remembered for. But I don't really think Axel Alonso had any. 
Yeah. No. You know what really. I mean? Other than like the constant reboots or relaunches of the line. Right. And some sequel events and nothing else that really stood out as like the must read Marvel events or must read Marvel stories. Axel Axel was sort of an extension of Casada. Yeah, he like. was Casada light though because yeah. he didn't do yeah. any of the Colbert appearances or media appearances. Right. And he didn't actually he's known for letting Fraction Hickman Air, um, not Aaron Brubaker, Remender. all those guys, Remender, they're yeah. gone. Yeah, they went. They left under his reign, not yeah. Casadas. Even though they all had very positive things to say about him after he left, it, you can still point to you know this all happened under his reign. Yeah, and whether it was his fault or not, yeah. it just it just makes him look yep. bad. Yeah, and and now that Bendis is gone, which is I mean a holy shit move in and of itself. Like since the last time we recorded, Brian Michael Bendis has officially announced that he's going to be exclusive with DC now. Um, That's going to be weird. It's finally. Be really weird, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying finally because, like, I want I wanted Bendis at DC so bad. Mm-hmm. I, I'll welcome, welcome him as a big DC fanboy, but finally, as in, like, I had I read most of Bendis' stuff at Marvel, yeah. and it seemed like he was just spinning his wheels at the end here. I agree. His with Defenders that. run yeah. is pretty good that he just started. Jessica Jones Guardians of the Galaxy was yeah. just kind of spinning the wheels at the end there. Yeah. Jessica Jones is good, but then again, Jessica Jones is always good by Bendis, so that doesn't surprise me. Iron Man was right. 50-50. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Iron Man was not that not that hot. I, f- I feel like Iron Man would have been better had he just decided to stick with either Riri or Tony Stark instead of the, the halfsies he ended up doing. Right, yeah. In fact, actually, here's an important question. So, does Powers go to Vertigo? That's a good oh. question. I mm, eventually, yeah. Uh, I guess whatever I deal they have with Icon will eventually expire, and then they just go. Oh, okay, goes to you know, right? I, I bet it would go to like Image or something else before that it would too. go to Vertigo. Point because Miller's yeah. stuff went to Image. That's true. Because I think he's bringing Kickass out. Again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Kick-ass four, please give me money. <laughs> I was just going to agree that's going to go to Image because that would probably it would make the most sense. Yeah, yeah. More than likely, he has one of those contracts uh, similar to what most exclusives are, which is, yeah, you're exclusive to DC, a.k.a. you can't work for Marvel. But if you want to do something else, you can. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's probably... I mean, if Dark Horse were smart, they would pick him up. That's true. Yeah. I mean, Dark Horse has been trying to diversify their line a little bit since Star Wars went bye-bye. So That's very true. Power, uh, but then, then Hellboy's kind of wrapped up or wrapping up. Yeah, there's I'll, no uh, Buffy is their tentpole and Avatar. If you consider the you know a quarterly graphic right. novel and your tentpole, I yeah, because Trek is IDW, right? Trek is IDW. Yeah. Um. Well, it's it's new Trek. It's not like um, I don't think there's any classic stuff going on. It's, well, no, there there was the Mirror Universe uh, Next, Next Generation. Yeah, that's, yeah, that hasn't wrapped yet because it's late. Yeah, well, although there's supposed to be a sequel coming out to that. Also, I'm pretty sure. I hope so. I JK like announced it a little while back. Oh, okay. Yeah, so who the hell knows? But anyway, yeah, big big news happening in the in the world of comics. I'm not touching on Eddie Braganza much in this episode because, frankly, again, I'm just I'm I'm happy to see long it happen. Overdue. Long overdue. Yes. Much long overdue. Well, it's just can I, if I can speak on two minutes Please. of it, I'm not going to defend ahead. anybody. No, no, no. Yeah. Of course, but at this point, and for comics fans, especially if you were reading Bleeding Cool a year ago, it's old news. It was yeah, just waiting right. for the shoe to drop. Yeah, and it seems like everybody is, you know, emptying out every closet that they can right now mm-hmm. in the entertainment business. Anyway, yeah. Um, you guys so it was just kind of like, well, I'm sure this will happen, and and it did, and it, it took way too long. Oh yeah, it did, but. When when allegations 
have been coming up for over five years now, uh, that 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 took way too long. It did. <laughs> I mean, mind you, you can say the same thing about Kevin Spacey. I mean, there, there's there have been rumors running around about Kevin Spacey for years in in the Hollywood world, and you know nothing really hit well, until I mean, it finally did. He had that football-headed. Well, there were rumors about yeah. Kevin Spacey being gay. Right. I don't remember any hearing any rumors, at least that he was into little kids or. Well, younger men or whatever right except for, except for the jokes that that were made on on you know on oscar shows family and, guy. and yeah family guy help help i've escaped kevin spacey's basement yeah seth MacFarlane has been making jokes for you and also uh difficult people uh which is the uh the hula show that that billy eichner was doing they had a whole like running set of jokes about about kevin spacey on there uh that you know who the hell knows that those were just jokes or whether they actually knew more than they did but whatever yeah. we're, we're not going there on this episode let's just let's just say you know hopefully the dc offices will be a friendlier place for everyone now um even if the initial him leaving i mean there's been talk about like quote-unquote turmoil because Braganza was the one who was keeping all the pieces together but. See, it sucks when someone someone uh really high profile and honestly he, he was good at his job but yeah. he did some really shitty things. It just undermines all that. That's the worst part. Yeah. Quick sidebar. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of turmoil. Yeah. Marvel is in serious turmoil because they did not see Bendis leaving them. Uh, so there's been dozens of meetings yeah. at the Marvel offices every day, mm-hmm. just trying to figure out what the hell they're gonna do. Oh boy. Well, yeah. So, you don't. You don't. If you're a DC person or uh, you know trying to negotiate that contract, you're gonna put together a solid offer that you, you know, you want that badly. If he was looking to do something different anyway, yeah, yeah, regardless of his statement, whether or not he like just said, "Oh, well, it's time for me to move ships." Yeah, like I'm just surprised. You know, that they if he was so unhappy, prepared. he was going to yeah. move regardless. Oh yeah, well, you know, leave, do something else. Not right. saying like jump to DC automatically, but you know, they they put. To, Sounds like they put together an offer he can't refuse. So I'm not surprised that Marvel is clueless. Exactly. I mean, well, uh, one thing we know specifically about Bendis is that he enjoyed being a media guy. As well as everything else. Like when Powers went to PlayStation, he was involved with that a lot. Uh, He was part of the quote-unquote brain trust over at the Marvel movies for a while. And uh, when that dissolved, I'm sure it did not make him very happy because he was, you know, that was one part of his job gone. And, And with DC, from the sounds of his deal, he's going to be involved with the movies along with the comic books and he's going to be you know hand in hand with jeff johns on crafting where the whole company is going to go next and you, you can't pass that up you really yeah, can't you can't yeah no uh, so i want to segue into the marvel brain trust sure and there is a vanity fair article that came out today i saw that too yeah about the uh marvel 10th year anniversary and basically it was like a kevin feige blowjob piece you know how <laughs> awesome he is yeah blah 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 not really telling you anything you already didn't know and basically giving him all the credit for Marvel, which is probably fair. Yeah. But <clears throat> the one thing they keep continuing to do, and I've seen this other places as well, is anytime they mention that original Marvel brain trust is they trash it. Mm. And they talk about it in this article as like, you know, it was a mix of comics people and toy biz people from probably Ike Perlmutter, mm-hmm. who usually delivered notes that were, I don't know, inconsequential, I guess, or Re- reused paper seemed like they were nuisances. Money. Yeah. That Marvel Brain Trust was Ed Brubaker, right? Am I mm-hmm. wrong? Yeah. Matt Fraction was on there. Bendis, yep. mm-hmm. Joe Casada, yep. all these comics guys that know their shit. I think Loeb was on and I don't. Yeah, I think one of the ideas that they originally had with Iron Man was the Nick Fury stinger. Like, I think that's credited to those guys. So I'm just like, why are they trashing this Marvel Brain Trust? If uh, 
you know, they didn't want to, you know, if it was really that bad. Because I'm like, well, who else would you want in that room in my mind? Well, I feel like but, uh, the, the, you know that part where they're, they're like, oh, it was creatively stifling? It was probably the brain trust going, hey, we, don't, we want to do this instead of that. We want to do this instead of that. Like, just like constantly over their shoulders with yeah. stuff. I think that's why Edgar Wright quit. It's probably because of the brain trust. More than likely. Yeah. Uh, that, and, and, and that's just it. It's a, it's a too many cooks in the kitchen situation. But at the same time, they might have still been the right cooks. You know, we, yeah, we, we, don't, so. we don't we don't we don't I guess know. maybe they were the type of people that were complaining that civil war had nothing to do with civil war. It was more like civil misunderstanding, <laughs> you know, and uh, Mark Millar or Bendis, who was like, I was there when civil war was done. It was a fucking war. Yeah, I kind of I, I kind of want civil misunderstanding now. I, I want that to come out. Can that be the next uh, big event over at Marvel? Like, well, uh, the Captain America Nazi uh, pop is called Civil Warrior. Oh, my God. Really? <sighs> Yeah, I saw that one bleeding cool before we started. So no, Tony, don't eat my hummus. <laughs> Bite me, Goldilocks. Civil War Two. <laughs> oh man! Hey, speaking speaking of Thor, actually, let's 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 just continue the segues a little bit and segue Hammer. to uh, Thor Ragnarok. Um, let, let's get our initial impressions on on the movie. Uh, this was the third. Thor movie to come out and uh, very different than the previous movies in the franchise and I know that uh, it, it, it received very positive critical acclaim but I know that as well that uh, people that I follow on the internet were kind of mixed about it um, I know that I personally enjoyed it a lot um, and, and some other friends of mine did too but I'd say people who really enjoyed the previous Thor movies might not have liked Ragnarok nearly as much because it does very much just throw those to the side and do its own thing. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll ask I'll ask Brandon first. Uh, Brandon, Brandon, what did you think about it? I actually enjoyed it a lot. I, I did a double feature. So I watched Just League first, then I did uh, Thor. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I did Thor first and Just League. Okay. Uh, and I thought it was probably, I think, the best Thor movie out of the trilogy. I think... Adding the humor and adding the just the absurdist quality mm-hmm. to the Marvel universe really works in Thor's favor because it, it brings out a side of the character that you really don't see all that often. Right. Yeah, and and, and for that matter, any of the other characters in the main Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, like I mean, there was there was humor, but there wasn't this style of humor before then. Correct. Yeah, uh, Brent, I, I know you. I know you disagree at least a little bit. I think Thor Ragnarok is an enjoyable popcorn film, mm-hmm. um, and certainly while you're watching it and when you're coming out, it definitely delivers the goods to a certain extent, but I think if you're a Norse mythology aficionado, a Thor fan, Thor comics fan, or just a, you know, even if you liked any of the anything about the old movies and were looking forward to the Ragnarok in the title... Uh, I think you come away a little empty at the end hmm. on, upon reflection, and that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I I personally, I mean, I, I could agree with that a little bit just because, yeah, when you think Ragnarok, you think of a a large battle. You think of the end of the gods. That's what you think. And in a way, we did get that because, you know, obviously what we know as as stores home is no no longer exists like i mean they had to basically abandon ship and and move themselves somewhere else 
And uh, there were a lot of people who died in this movie, uh, some of which I feel were incorrectly tossed to the side. Like the way that they got rid of the Warriors 3, I feel like that, that they yeah. that they quite literally yeah. were like, we don't want to deal with them, off we go. Here, you can go ahead and play uh, Shazam now. Let's let's cast you off to the side. By former Punisher. Ex- exactly. By, by former Punisher and uh, by Asian by, guy. By, by me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, who who actually had the most the most uh, time in the movie of the three? Yes, um, which is fair because he didn't have much to do in the other ones. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yes, yeah. Uh, that's I guess that's fair. Yeah, Zach, I mean Zach Levi got what like one line in the, in this movie before yeah, he was like, killed. Stop. I think he got you? a look. He got a look. That was it. Yeah, not a line. Right. Right. No, it was uh, no Volstagg got the got the line. There you go. Right. Sif wasn't in the movie at all because we know that she I'm was surprised they didn't kill her off just for the hell of it. Well, they. From what I hear, she was actually supposed to have a decent part in this movie. However, uh, she was busy filming Blind Spot in the opposite side of the world, so they they couldn't get her. That um, so that's why they had to you know basically jettison her. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of her role became Valkyrie's role. Like yeah. in, in in earlier versions of the script, chances are it was probably Sif. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but I will say that the overall tone of the movie I enjoyed a lot. I thought that Hella made a pretty a pretty good villain. I won't say she was Hella good, but uh, she uh. You're, you're you're welcome. But she <laughs> she 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 worked for me. Um, I think that uh, she had enough personality. I mean, my God, the amount of the the amount of personality on uh, it was Kate Blanchett, right? That, Kate, that was yeah, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, yes. yeah, Kate Blanchett uh, was oozing personality out of the role. And they gave her enough to work with. I mean, making her... I mean, yeah, obviously we're doing spoils on this episode. No Sherlock to anybody who hasn't figured it out. Uh, but, uh, you know, making her Thor's sister was a nice touch. Um, wish we had a little bit more Odin in this, in this, to be perfectly honest. And a couple other things here and there I had issues with. But overall, I really did enjoy the movie. I think that the, this is probably my favorite of all three of them. Um, just because it, it, it had the most going for it. Um, uh, and maybe including Hulk might have actually really helped with that to, to give it a bit more balance. Um, Raph, you being the the Thor nut of probably all four of yeah, us. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So let me let me. Uh, so I have a complicated relationship with this because. But no one understands you, but your woman, John Shaft. Well, it, it sounds like I had a pretty special and intense relationship with this Hema and that, uh, losing it. No, yeah, it's fine. I'm right. not going to do all Cork. Good, thank you. I do love Cork though. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember the shorts that came out. Uh, I don't remember when, but a couple years ago when Thor ends up hanging out with this dude from Australia. Yes, Daryl. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, those were great. I didn't love them at first because my thing was okay. That it's funny. But I don't want this to be the direction Thor takes. So right. in that respect, I was actually agreeing with Brent early on. But then, I I think for me, it's it's more... So this isn't the Norse God of Thunder. This isn't... These characters aren't from the Norse myth. They're adapted from it, right? Mm-hmm. In their world, they're in, they inspire the myths, but they're not the actual myths. So that's, with that said, I like the tone of the movie. I like the pace of the movie. And honestly, without all that humor... That movie is darker than DC's movies. Yes. It's way darker. Mm-hmm. Let's think, of, since we're doing spoilers, let's think about what happens. Um, Thor loses his, his greatest weapon. Yeah. Thor loses his father. Mm-hmm. Thor uh, gets, gets his ass handed to him, <laughs> uh, gets enslaved. Thor gets beaten by one of his, one of his uh, teammates. Yeah. 
um, Thor finds someone he used to admire, but uh, she turns out she's just a drunk who just wants to get away from everything. Mm-hmm. Thor finds out his sister is a, a, a crazy murder queen who wants to kill everyone. Yeah, Thor's home realm gets destroyed. Yeah, that is a lot. Of, if you think stop to think about it, it's way darker than most of the movies we've seen. And I mean, it is Ragnarok. Not, not to mention the genocide of the Asgardians. Yes. Basically, I mean, a couple yeah. of them survived, but you know some of them didn't make it. Yeah. Right? You have to know not everyone made it. Sure. And if we stop to think about it, you know, if, if, you know, if we had a, a main character who stopped and dwelled on everything and got upset about it, it would be a problem, which, you know, we spent a whole movie doing in, in uh, for one movie, you know, for, for a certain character we won't talk about. We won't, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I yeah, mean, but he was getting upset that it, because everybody else on the internet. No, got upset and that's fine, that and that's fine. You yeah. know, because uh, I'll talk about it when we get to Justice League because I, I have different <laughs> opinions about about everything now. Yeah, but yeah, no, the humor the humor works great. The 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 new additions are nice. Um, yeah, they kind of they kind of like uh, cannibalized the car and made it different from the from uh, Planet Hulk, but mm-hmm. that's fine because it serves the purposes of the story. Yeah, we, we, we okay, straight up. I mean, again, we know enough about the business to know that we were never going to get a solo Hulk movie yeah. again as long as the rights are half with Universal. So this this is why you know he's in everyone else's movie for that exact reason. It's the reason why we haven't gotten Namor in the movies because I believe the rights in that are still sort of mixed up one way or another. The Submariner, at, exactly. At Universal. At Universal, exactly. Yeah. So th- this is this is the closest we're going to get to that. We were never going to get a Planet Hulk story, or nope. at least not for another fifteen twenty years, probably. Yeah, but we I should do Namor the Submariner as an underwater movie with John Cena. Because he was a marine, uh, you know. You see, well, but you wouldn't be able to see it though. Exactly, that's my problem. Yeah, it would never, be invisible. It would never, it would never come out, man. Like, what's? What, I mean, on. John Cena. The only role for John Cena is to either be, play a gender bent Sue Storm or be Wonder Woman's <laughs> jet in Wonder Woman Two. Those are the only things he can do. I refuse to see him in as anything else. Actually, could we have John Cena? play Tawny the Tiger in the Shazam movie because I think that would be amazing. They're great. <laughs> did you did you see the um I forget what it is this little like YouTube featurette basically saying that anytime you see John Cena on TV yeah. it's actually a uh, CGI rendering. Yeah, Cricket Wireless. <laughs> yeah, Cricket Wireless did that cuz they did that thing with him where he popped out on people. Yes. And it's like yeah. this one dude who's, who's like all he does is sit in a room and CG uh, John Cena's like body into all the images. <laughs> Man, I love it. And it costs him a lot of money, and he's like legitimately like frustrated. Oh my god, it's really good. <laughs> this is, yeah, extra, it is this extra funny Seek because, I, because I just watched it. that one with uh, with Mark Wahlberg and uh, and Will Ferrell. Uh, what was it, Daddy's Home? I think mm-hmm. so. Uh, yeah, and and John Cena shows up in that as as the uh, as the third dad near the end of the movie. This is the second one, I think, too. Yeah, it's come out. Yep. We just have to talk about Korg for the next five minutes because. Uh, oh, can we please? Uh, hey, can we not? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. no. Hey, Brent, we're, we're going to talk about Korg. It's, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and talk about Korg now. It's going to be great. You want to come? You want to come? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Meek's dead. I, I, was, I was so happy they went with that di- in that direction for Korg just because, I, one, I didn't see it coming. Like, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't seen any trailers with Korg really in it uh, outside of just seeing him. And right, then, no lines. Yeah, no lines. And just know, now knowing that Taika Waititi... You know, voiced the character, and he was easily the funniest part of the movie for me. Um, it just—he's up there. Yeah, he's 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 absurd, but at the same time, it just uh, works really well with uh, with what's being being done there. And he's so down to earth for a rock guy. Like, 
this is this, it was it was great. It worked it worked really well for me. So um, the cultural reference there is uh, so I, I read up on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently Samoans or uh, not well the, um, New Zealanders, the yeah. Native Islanders are they're like big and burly guys, but mm-hmm. they're actually very soft spoken and gentle. Got it. And so that's why he's like a big dude, but he's like oh, he's very soft spoken. <laughs> yeah, if, if you've watched any of the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit special features where they're interviewing like the stunt guys are yeah, all, like, all big Samoan soft. dudes, they're yep. all that way. They're all like, hello, how are you? Yeah. It's kind of like the guys, the kind of in the kind of Hawaii beer commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, those. yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, it, it worked really well for me. Um, I, although I am a little upset that we didn't get Beta Ray Bill at any, at any point during this. Except as he was the on the tower. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Who was the other one? Ares. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. No, that was definitely Ares. Was that also Thanos in the tower as well, or no? Mm, I don't think they were so. built. Okay, so they were built. There was only three, so they were building the Hulks. Beta was there, and the, there was the third one on the right that I didn't recognize. So um, Ian's saying it's Ares. It was. So the, I, it was definitely Ares. Yeah. It's the helmet, right? Yeah, yeah. It was. It yeah. was the helmet with the with the mohawk on top of it. Yeah, I have. I have to look at it again to really get it, but yeah. yeah. Which, which frankly makes me hope. I mean, I, I posted about this on Facebook that if we do wind up getting a quote unquote new Avengers at some point, I, I would like to see Ares uh, be included. I want to see Dark Avengers. That would be nice. Like okay. evil. I want to. I want to see Dark Reign. Okay. That would be awesome. All right. That'd be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, like. They have a new Norman Osborn. Doctor Doom doesn't exist. Emma Frost doesn't exist. But like, yeah. uh, but you, you gotta introduce you just the have Hood, to do the Avengers. Such a great part. character to start with. Oh, oh yeah, once, like hey, listen. Once Disney yeah. buys Fox, this will be. When, once Disney buys Fox and 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 yeah. Disney buys everyone else, and Disney owns all our souls, yeah. it'll be fine. Well, the, didn't they use the the Hood on TV, or am I, or am I remembering that wrong? Uh, Parker no. Robbins? No, I guess not. I don't remember okay. seeing Parker Robbins. It's where he belongs. Agents of Shield show. Yeah, yeah. So, I think so you leave Shield alone, okay? <laughs> let's let's talk Grandmaster for a minute. Oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, what have what have we here? I'm sorry, you mean Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum who didn't Star. remember any lines and had it read to him and didn't do any acting? Oh, you mean you mean like Marlon Brando and Superman the movie? Exactly. So you, what you're telling me, Brent, is that he Jeff Goldblumed it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was the dinosaur. He has more of a performance in Jurassic Park than he does this movie. But he found a way. That's what matters. (laughs) Much less Bowfinger. He had more. Okay. Although he did do more in this than he did in uh, in Independence Day Resurgence. Oh God. I disagree. Well, I haven't seen Independence Day Resurgence. I was just making a joke because that movie. I have. I. You know that movie isn't as bad as everyone says it is. Really. It's not as good as the first one. Well, no shit. But I, yeah. I kind of, I kind of, it's like a guilty pleasure watch. Oh God! Uh, you, you just gotta have fun with it, right? It's one like, of those, it's like, not terrible. Movie. It's got the wrong hands. On your phone half the time, it's okay, yeah. right? It's not <laughs> like it's not. So, so it's a, pay attention to it. Yeah, so it's so it's a sitting on the couch watching right. HBO Go movie. As yeah, to, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not like the you're folding laundry. You're paying attention half the time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's not watching walk film. away from it bad. This isn't the Tree of Life or something like that. Can we uh, can we please have that on the back of the Blu-ray for Independence Day Resurgence? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, Frank a, Casina a, says, a, a good movie to fold laundry to. <laughs> Brent Casino from Comic Timing says, <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence is a great movie to fold laundry to. Yes. Uh, Siskel says, Oh wait, I'm dead. <laughs> Oh, really? As does Ebert. <laughs> yes, as they're does both Ebert. dead. They're so dead. Uh, and Roper says, "Remember me." All right, uh, I exist. <laughs> Please remember. <laughs> Resurrect oh, my man. career. 
so I, I like that they included the original version of Valkyrie even in uh, a flashback because it was it was pretty obvious to me that the original version of Valkyrie sacrificed herself in that in that flashback. In, oh, and she totally Nella. was was her was her like girlfriend or something. Right? Oh yeah, we all agree on that. right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, oh come on, stop that! No, th- hey, th- this is God this is damn. all this. I, I I don't have a problem with gay characters, but if you're gonna make them gay, make them gay. It's like um, what's the, what's his face in Beauty and the Beast? Oh, he dances with another man, mm-hmm. so automatically he's gay. Now I get it. Uh, automatically, you wouldn't dance with another man in a ballroom if you weren't gay. However, it's just not not overt enough. Like, if you're going to do it, let's do it. Stop queer baiting everybody they're too, and they're getting too people excited that she's bisexual or whatever when there's no mention of it or any true hint of it whatsoever. So you want her to scream very loudly, I am bisexual! Well, there was a scene where, um, like, a chick walks out of her, um, out of her bedroom, and that was supposed to be, like, the indicator, but they cut it out because it was, quote-unquote, too distracting. Okay, now that, that's bullshit right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's completely yes, bullshit. Yes, that's... Yeah. They I don't want out. her to scream it, but yeah. I would prefer if the actors would stop talking about it as if they're making it up mm-hmm. when there's nothing in the final film to support it. Eh, fair okay, enough. because it's like the same thing, you know, it's worse than uh, the Cap Bucky romance that is in these Marvel <laughs> oh. films. Okay, no, that's, that's awful. Dude, yeah. that's just their best friends, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the the only thing it's that I'll say... Possibly good friends. Right. The only thing I'll say about this is that it, it's... All it really was was the actress saying how she played the role. You know, it's it is entirely up to your interpretation one way or the no, other. No, but they legit cut that scene. I know that they yeah, that they, they legit say, cut uh, that scene, but I'm still saying like sh- the the actress said she's playing this. Oh right, I, th- I think because someone actually directly questioned her. Hey, did yeah. you know Valkyrie's bisexual? She was like, oh yeah, I did. I've read the comic. Right, I played her as such. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you can. I don't know. I'm I don't. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I don't know saying. how you can play somebody as anything having to do with sexuality if there's no scene. To, to play it, it from, or yeah. there's like literally yeah. little sexual tension with Thor, and you know some weird sexual tension with Hulk, right? And but it's not really there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's a it's a really small undertone, at mm-hmm. least in the movie. Yeah. But I was reading this stuff, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. I've, I have no problem with that. I welcome it. But when I go to see the movie, and I expect to see something that indicates that she is, and then get nothing, I'm yeah. like. Who is making this up again, and why? Why are we making such a big deal about it? Right. Although I don't really, you know, that this is a you don't really feel like an overt romantic uh, undertone between her and Thor. It's like kind of like I feel like it's more of a respect thing. I that uh, that I would agree with as well. Yeah. Like, hey, you're actually well. Whatever they were going for, it wasn't clear. Yeah. Right. I I I think they did that on purpose. Very very no. I'm 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 with you on that, Brent. They were not clear. Yeah. And uh, I think I think intentionally so, but. Yeah, like don't say one thing or the other unless you're actually gonna roll with it. That I'll that I'll totally agree with. Oh, um, Meek's alive. <laughs> what, what were so you asking, Ruff? I want to go back to Korg. Yeah, sure. And I guess let me lay out my feelings about this movie. Yeah, sure. Like, it'll be great. I I grew up reading Greek mythology and Norse mythology, so mm-hmm. I'm more Greek than Norse, but I'm still somewhat familiar with all the myths and stuff. So yeah. I did get excited when they said Ragnarok. Right. Because I was like, we're going to have the Fenris wolf, which we kind of got. Kind of, kind of. We're going to have uh, the world Midgard serpent and which stuff like that, which is actually the thing that's supposed to kill Thor in the Ragnarok legend. Aurora we didn't get any of that. Yeah. Thor Dark Reign um, coming soon. <laughs> Balder is supposed to die, which is like the beginning There's of Ragnarok. No He's never even introduced Oh, in yeah, here. right. You're right. Yeah. Um, a whole bunch of other things. And I think the the coolest thing about the Ragnarok um, 
legend in the Norse mythology is that when Ragnarok happens, it's it's like DC Rebirth. Like, it starts over again. Um, you know, it's just a cycle. There's always a Ragnarok, and then there's always a beginning with Surtur and the the big ice demon guy. I forget his name. Yeah. Um, and then it just cycles over and over and over again, and nothing really changes. Isn't that kind of what they did in the comics? Because I know that there was a Thor Ragnarok. Uh, the last one. Yeah, that, that, That's ha- what that happened did. right before uh, Disassembled. GMS. Yeah, and then, and then the quote-unquote rebirth of uh, Oklahoma with JMS. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I never read that storyline. Okay. Real quick, basically, the um, the Ragnarok happens repeatedly because the gods above the gods feed off the energy of the Ragnarok. Yeah, and they get stronger on it. So Thor, this at this point, Thor has the Odin force. He's the he's the king of Asgard. Yeah, he's like I'm I'm going to end this somehow, and he decides to let everyone die, and then um, he uses that power. To, I forget how he uses the power, but he overcomes them, the the gods above the gods, and yeah. ends the cycle. And then they rest, and they take it. They take Thor away for like two years. And then, you know, they do the JMS run. Yeah, and Core. And don't forget Core. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Core. Mm-hmm. I'm Core. Chris Mash. Sheesh. But I was just like, so my, I guess my biggest problem with the movie is this uh, hap hat. Like you guys were saying, this movie has so many dark things happening in it. And I think all that stuff would have been really cool if we actually dealt with them. Mm-hmm. We would have had a lot more dramatic meat to this thing. Right. And it's like this movie has a lot of great ideas, except those ideas are just placed on the table and then wiped aside in place of a joke. You have this idea of Korg and Meek, who are great characters in and of themselves. They don't have to be relegated to the Hulk universe. Uh, you know, Meek becoming a traitor is one of the biggest twists in that Planet Hulk storyline. I mean, I don't think they were going to do that anyway, but he's hes not even a character in this movie. He's a caricature because, oh, he's meek. He's got blades with arms or whatever the accent goes. You know what are I mean? You, it's like, oh, I just going to the bathroom? put my head back in shame when that happened to poor meek. You yeah. know, and then they have the resurrection joke at the end, and it's like, man, they just, they don't, everything's put on the table and set up for you to drool over and then wipe the side in favor of a joke. Hey, I'm going to flip the table over and make a joke of everything again. So it, it feels empty to me, um, you know, the further and further away I get from the movie. I'll mm-hmm. still rewatch it and enjoy it because yeah. it's an enjoyable film. But narratively, structurally, the only things that are of consequence here is, and we'll see if they stick, is Mjolnir gets destroyed mm-hmm. and he loses an eye. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And nothing nothing else of consequence seems like it ha- like happens. Well, Asgard's gone. Yeah. Yeah, as, as, Asgard's gone. And very yeah, possibly... Okay. Um, Loki is gonna sac is gonna sp- um, Thanos is gonna take the Ice Guardianship and Loki is gonna sacrifice the Cosmic Cube in order to get to spare everyone else. Thor is gonna try to stop him. Thanos is gonna knock him the fuck out. Yeah, and that's how we get that scene that everyone describes from uh, Comic Con. Right. The fact that Loki has the cube again is also a big ramifications of that because there's no way in hell he doesn't. The way he looked at that cube, yeah. Uh uh-uh. Oh, and and finding out like that the uh, that that the Infinity Gauntlet in the uh, oh yeah the trophy room was fake. A yeah, that that was funny. I mean, I guess my my bigger thing is like Thor was the accumulation of, I guess my disappointment in Marvel films that take comic storyline and and put them put them in his movie titles, and yeah. then bastardized the shit out of I them. I feel like Winter Civil Soldier War. was the closest of all of them. Mm-hmm. Civil War was definitely way off the mark, and I definitely would not tra- 
if anyone was like, no. I like Norse mythology, should I see Thor Ragnarok? I would be like, absolutely not. Yeah. Because Honestly, it's not going to give you any of that stuff. If you're looking for something that's more mythology, see Wonder Woman. Age of Ultron, I think, is the one that's the most disappointing. That I would agree with, yeah. And not Civil War. Civil War's close, but Age of Ultron's the one like, oh, they could have done so much more with this. Yeah, definitely, because Dark World was just a so-so movie. But it's not based uh, on it's anything. it's not based on anything, yeah. Right, it's just, just, a, it's just a Malekith story. Yeah. It's not the Malekith story. Um, one, th- one thing that I will say, though, is that of the Thor villains, besides Loki, because frankly, I don't even think Loki counts anymore, because Loki's, no. Loki's an Avengers villain as much as he is anybody else. This is this is the one that I remember the most because if you're because if you're counting the uh, the frost giants in the first one and then Malachite and now Hela and Scourge no not Scourge um is it Scourge well no yeah Scourge is, is Scourge. yeah Scourge yeah. is in this as well I mean Scourge Scourge is a great will he won't he type of uh, type of villain you know one that was basically a villain by circumstance I call him Dez and Troy yes because together they destroy. <laughs> Ex, yeah, no. Uh, Judge Dredd did a fantastic job in Listen, this movie. Leonard McCoy was terrific. He was. He absolutely was. Um, and uh, no, like if you had told me that, that that was Carl Urban, and I and I didn't know he was in this movie, I probably wouldn't have realized. It no, that was his cousin, Curl of Rural. Oh, got it. You suck. Um, <laughs> no, no, Carl. Arm punch. Arm punch. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> Oh, there we go. There we go. I, I just gave him Why? one. So, uh, so yeah, we're good. Carl Urban pretty much. I, I wouldn't say he lost himself in the role, but he was almost unrecognizable. Yeah. Uh, just for how much he bulked up for this, and how much he looked like the character. It was the the only thing that gave him away was the eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. It, he did a he did a damn good job in this movie. I feel like uh, just goes to show what how much of a high quality actor he is and how underappreciated he is as an actor. Definitely. I love that guy. One hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I heterosexually love that guy. Yeah. And, and and Anthony Hopkins for as little as we got in this, I mean the Odin that we did get he had one of the best lines in the movie. We just went, Oh shit. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> with, with with Hopkins we know that there were reshoots in this movie. I mean not not nearly to the extent of the movie that we're gonna talk about next. Um but the original death of Odin was supposed to happen in uh in New York. In New York versus Asgard. Oh well, no, it was in no it was in Norway. It was in a right, Norway. grassy right, patch. Exactly. But they, but he was supposed to die you mean in a green screen way? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Very much in a green screen way because terrible it was very green obvious. screen. Yeah. Um yeah. and then the and then when the hammer's broken, like that is definitely Hammer. green screen from when it was filmed in New York. Like it's pretty damn obvious there. Um but I did enjoy what we got of Odin. It's just when you have Anthony Hopkins, you gotta use him more than that. Yeah. You really do. But I can see like they barely even got him back for this movie. Oh my god, well, the hammer put you he off. He said before that he was really bored with the the Odin role and was like dissatisfied. Yeah. So I was hoping that the direction that they were at least you saw in like the well, he's supposed to be like some bum homeless in New York City. Yeah. That sounded like a really meaty role for Anthony Hopkins, at yes. least, or something more fun to do. Mm-hmm. And then there was none of that in the, that made it into the movie. Yeah. The Adventures of Odin and if, in New York. If it did, yeah. they reshot it all. Yeah. I, I hope they included at least his deleted scenes just so we can see what it was what it was going to look like. I would have loved if he was just hanging out in New York and Thor and, and Thor and Loki are struggling to find him as they're trying to stop Hela. And in the end, they find him right before the climatic battle. And it's like, oh. Oh, okay, here's the Odin Force. I'm out. <laughs> and he Odin, just comes back yeah. like super powered. Yeah. Odin, peace. It didn't really make yeah. sense how this movie was going to play out once you heard Hulk was in it. It was like, wait, aren't we searching for Odin? And what's this going on? Yeah. And Hella, I was like, this seems like three different plot lines. Hella. 
pretty obvious one got jettisoned for everything else. Right. Yeah. And, and I and Doctor I Doctor Strange again. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Doctor Doctor Strange having having the, the one scene that he did, it was cute, didn't really need to be there, but there were some there. strange things in it. Yeah. Uh thank you. Terrible gloves. Terrible oh. gloves. <laughs> oh I did I did like on he used to do gloveless. <laughs> I did appreciate the musical sting, like the the Sherlock esque musical sting when they when they first find the business card. Yeah, that was that was that cool. was kind of cool. Um, and let me also add that if it is true that a certain person has been signed for the Captain Marvel movie, then both Sherlock's and Watsons will be in Marvel movies. Oh, he's already oh, in yeah. in a Marvel movie. He is. He's in. He's in Civil War. And he's yeah. in no 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 Panther. no both no, 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 Sherlock no, no, no. and Watsons the Hobbit and Jude Law oh yeah Jude Law Jude, Jude Law, Jude yeah. Law. It's, just, it, it's getting it's it, it's basically it's not signed yet but it's looking like he's probably going to wind up playing Marvel in if in, only we can get the oh, shit, the really? duo from yeah. Elementary in we'd have a trifecta oh my god Lucy yes. Liu and uh, well, she, well, what's that other Brit she, guy she has well, no Luke Cage is she really. Uh, yeah, she's directing Luke Cage. Get out. I had no idea. So kind of, not really. We got it, you kind know, of. no on-screen yeah. role, but still. Okay, cool. All right, go figure. Well, we need Eli Stone still. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, gotta love that. Gotta Eli love that show. Stone. Yeah, that I show remember was that great. show. I really enjoyed that show. We watched the premiere together at, yeah. your, at your parents' place. I remember that. Yeah, wow. That was pre-off-fuck, though, I think. Yeah, uh, can you keep the off-fucks down? <laughs> that, that, that's a reference for old-time comic God, timing fans who geez. have been following it for years now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, that's, so there you go. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about Heimdall real quick. Uh, I did appreciate his increased role in this, and I also appreciated that this is the second time that Idris Elba has canceled the apocalypse. Yeah, Roland uh, Roland uh, <laughs> was pretty cool. <laughs> I didn't see the Dark Tower movie yet. Don't ruin it. Finn, oh, Finn's dad was pretty cool. <laughs> I wasn't talking Dark Tower. I was talking Pacific Rim, man. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, called him yeah. Roland. Oh yeah. yeah, I called him because that's his last role. Oh, okay, fine. I, I only <laughs> acknowledge actors by their roles, not oh. their actual like, human that, selves. Like Bond, pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Want to be James Bond? Oh, I. Uh, well, he, he says he's. Too, he, I think he said he was too old for it last time at the. The Wire was pretty good. Yeah, The Wire was. I think pretty he good. got tired of hearing about it, and he's like, "Just take me out of the contention, please." Probably. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just only there's only so many times you can mention a guy before he gets disappointed. Yeah, right? I liked his Heimdall dreads. They were uh, yeah. It was it was a different, different look, look for him. Yeah, yeah, very different look. I I kind of appreciated how like down to earth and like gritty it was. Even though it did they definitely like- did a good job making Asgard look more diverse this time around. Yes, as opposed yeah. to the last two times, it's only Heimdall. <laughs> yes, right. yeah, and, and Hogan. Yeah. Or, Whatever that guy's Heimdall's name is. last name oh, the, is oh, Hogan. Hogan's not, Hogan's Hogan the not actually not from uh, Asgard, though. Yes. He's from Vanaheim? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, because it was the world that was getting attacked in the second movie in the beginning. Yes. By, I do. By, by, by Cork's people. Yeah, I remember that coming up. Clancy Brown voicing Surtur was an amazing touch, just because... Whenever, uh, that's who that was. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Whenever I hear Clancy Brown's voice, I'm a happy camper. One of the few actors uh, to cross over to both universes. That is true. That is true. Yeah, if you count the DC animated. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you can. I'm counting it. And what can you count right now? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's DC and Marvel. I mean, come on, it's just it's just DC Marvel. It's not you know whatever. <laughs> and I'm specifically ho- holding him for last here to talk about the Hulk and just how much of an advancement of character this movie was. While while at the same time, like I'm, I'm glad that they actually brought up Age of Ultron uh, at least a little bit. Um, in, uh, in, you know, how he got there and, you know, the, uh, the, the cameo by... That was a great joke. Yes, it was. 
because it was really lame in the movie. And yeah. Thor giving him yes. the come hither look. That's it's like, oh my god, oh my god, yes. And and uh, having you get like, off this planet, having like two year old <laughs> Hulk actually really worked for me. Like him having more personality and uh, you know sort of being a toddler uh, a, a lot more than being like the baby that he was before, which makes sense because the longer he's the Hulk, the more advanced the personality is going to be. And they, you know, I mean, again, and this is them glossing over the series, but how psychologically terrifying is it to have another being take yeah. over your body for two years and you not know it? Oh, my God. No yeah. wonder Thor's like, sun's getting low, it's getting low. <laughs> it's like, dude, calm down. And and then them having Scarlett Johansson be what actually snaps him out of it was, it was a nice yeah, touch. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I really liked it. I mean, I, I hope we see more of this Hulk specifically. Like, this is the Hulk that we get. In, uh, in 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 Infinity War, which I assume we will, because you know it's not like they're going to revert his personality again. Yeah, you can't. Oh. Yeah, he's already learned the stuff he's learned. Exactly. Yep. And he's powerful, and has well, a cool I'll helmet. Learn stuff. He's all. I, he's also his head's smaller. I feel like his head's not as proportional to his body as it was in the first Avengers. Really? I feel like he's also like. Huh. I feel he also leaned out a little bit. Maybe. I well, got know. a haircut, so that makes your head that look might, smaller. Yeah, That's that might true. be part of it. Yes, especially was, when you have such a big muscular skeleton. Yeah, he, he's not as bushy up top. Quite accurate, yeah. All right, anything else you guys want to bring up about the movie, or you want to, you guys just want to go ahead and rate it? Let's rate it. All right, rate cool. Raph, what, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go... Oh, that's a tough one. It's in my upper third of Marvel movies, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give it... Uh, 8.5. 8.5. Okay, out of 10? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Not cool. out of 5, obviously, because then it'd be the greatest movie of all well, time. Well, yes, that, I'm assuming so. All right. Nothing Superman the movie. Well, since Sue, who's setting the 10 scale this time around, <sighs> um, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll give it an 8. I'll give it a solid 8. It was good stuff. I enjoyed it. Brandon? Yeah, 8.25, 8.5 around there. Okay. It's a solid being well, I'm I'm really high on this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brandon? Oh, sorry, Brandon. Um, I'll give it a seven. I, I mean, I will. I still recommend the movie to people if they ask me about it. I'm like, it's still an enjoyable movie. It's yeah. much more fun than some other movies you have maybe seen recently. But I guess I'm what's tiring for me. And I didn't express this earlier, but like with three Marvel movies in a year, they were very fucking similar in terms of tone. Mm. It's getting clearer and clearer what the Marvel formula is. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Spider Man yeah. Homecoming, and this thing. Uh, I would like something different, please. I feel like Homecoming was the most different of Definitely. the three, though. Yeah, no, that that I would agree with. It's not as funny. It's funny, mm-hmm. but it's not like re- it's not like relentless like uh, Thor and Guardians was. Home- Homecoming's more down to earth than any of those two movies. Yeah, because yeah. it's about a kid. It's a, about a, I actually love Homecoming. It's a, it's about a kid from New York. It's yeah. really it's really new. It's the most New York superhero movie I've ever seen. Definitely, Slice, except it's for Ninja Turtles life. and Superman the movie. Y- uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, wait. Superman. The, oh, yeah, right. It's, it's really right. freaking New York. Yeah, They're not even yeah. trying to hide it. No, I know. Yeah. Considering like a certain other. Yeah. Well, they use they use the Daily Planet building as uh, the Daily News building is the Daily Planet. Building. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so they. Hey, yeah. Slate, that's a bad suit. <laughs> Excuse me. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> do you actually do you recommend this movie over the previous two Thor movies? That's what I'm curious, Brent. I would put this under Thor 1. Okay. okay Thor 1 is fair. a pure Thor movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fair. an origin story, yep. so it helped people understand it. Um, I and think then I would go with this, and then obviously Dark World. I think we're all I in agree. consensus that we can all, you can skip, you can just go Thor 1, Thor 3, and skip Thor 2. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Thor 2 is filler just like Iron Man 2 It was. just happened. Exactly. Right. 
I, th- I think that's why this movie works so well is because Thor 1, honestly, was Shakespeare. It was, you know, a Shakespearean quarrel between two brothers. That's, that's really what set the tone. And then this really movie good. here, you see how they appreciate each other, mm-hmm. yet still have, always have those differences. And it's, it's the, not the dichotomy, but it's, it's the divergence of the two characters where they, where they come from the oh. same place. And then they split out from having two different perspectives of, of one person. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Brent, Brent what were we going to... I was just saying, there's, I was going to say, it's similar to what he said about Shakespeare. There's something grandiose about that first Thor movie that is just hard to see. I, I agree with that. I, and I mean, obviously, when you get a guy like Kenneth, like Kenneth Branagh to direct it, too, I mean, a, a man who's as, yeah. as steeped in Shakespeare as he was, uh, that's what worked with the movie, definitely, was, uh, you know, setting up the world as Asgard as something more than just the world of man, making it as gorgeous as it was and as, like, lavish as it was. It, it lacked a little bit of heart, but also we wouldn't have the version of Loki that we have without, Asgard, you know, without Thor setting that up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The the uh, the heart was a little low key in that movie. You suck. Um, uh, and uh, oh I I, I will God. also I will also add since we didn't really talk about him that much, this was another stellar performance by Tom Hiddleston. Um, oh yeah, that Loki was just as I, mean, I think honestly one of the reasons why we didn't even bring him up is because he's, he's Loki. We expect like, him to be awesome. Right? Exactly. Yeah, like he 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 was as awesome in this as he, as he is everywhere else. I loved his reaction when Thor is getting beat up by Hulk. By Hulk. That's amazing. Yeah, that was that was. Pitch Such perfect, good, and also when he sees reference. Hulk for the first time, like I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I do want to mention the king. We didn't mention the king. Yes. Yes. Uh, I didn't. I didn't realize it until I saw a featurette about what a workshop and all the armors they made. Uh-huh. But when you go back and look at this film a second time, yeah. think about Jack the King Kirby, oh, and Kirby is all yeah, over that Sakaar design. Oh my god, yes. it's, the cool. guns. it's the most Kirby Marvel movie ever just in terms of design. Mm-hmm. It's just hiding right in front of your face. And, and, and Waititi has said as much. Like, like yeah. he, he wanted this movie to be as Kirby as possible. I bought the art book for this movie just because of that. Nice, yeah, nice. It's in, my, it's in my room somewhere. Oh, and, and also we cannot stop talking about this movie without at least mentioning the fact that uh, Matt Damon, uh, yes. bro- brother Hemsworth, <laughs> and um, third brother Hemsworth. Yeah, third brother Hemsworth. Third Hem- he's the Vulcan. I place him. He's the Vulcan <laughs> of the of the family. <laughs> like clearly, Scott is is um, is Chris. Yeah, and yeah. Liam is Havoc. Yeah. Um, the hell's his actual? I couldn't name? place. I was like, Thor looks like Thor. What's going on? It must be some other famous person. No. Yeah, Luke, it was Luke, Luke Hemsworth. Third brother Hemsworth. Yeah, Luke, L- Luke Hemsworth. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and also, and um, also Sam Neill Dr. was Grant. playing the actor Odin. Oh my God, yes, Doctor Grant uh, and, and Ian Malcolm. <laughs> so oh good. God, they found Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park reunion. Yes. Yeah. Um. Actually, I I thought I saw something where like um Taika wants to get um Laura Dern for the next Thor movie they do. Oh really? Yeah, I would love huh. to see that. Okay. All right, cool. And and he says he wants to do another one, right? Yes. Okay. He does. All right. So let's let's see. I want him doing another one. Let's see where they go with. There was somebody named Taylor Hemsworth in it. In this, a girl. I don't know if she's related or whether she's just another Hemsworth. Or maybe Taylor Swift got married and we don't know about it. Uh, no, she did not. Okay. Although uh, the one of the Hemsworths did marry did marry uh, 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 Miley Cyrus. That was Luke. Not, no, 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 that was Luke. That was. Um, I don't think that's happened yet. Engaged. Oh, it hasn't They're happened engaged. yet. That's still got time that's to havoc. Out. All right. <laughs> that's Alex Summers. That's the one. That's the one who lives in Philly. That was the uh, other. That's the other Hemsworth brother. Okay. Um, that's the one from the Hunger Games. Yeah, Twi- Twilight yes. Hemsworth. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. 
There we go. What's his name? That's not Luke. Is the third one? Yeah. Liam. 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 There we go. Liam. Yes. Liam. Boom. Okay. Liam. All right. Nice. Liam. All right. And uh, so now let's move on to a movie that is probably a bit more contentious. Um. So hey. Remember when we reviewed Batman versus Superman on this wonderful program of ours? One? Batman v Superman and Man of Steel. Yeah, and Man of Steel. I wasn't there for Man of Steel, no. but Man of Steel you were there for BBS. Yeah. Anyone who has only been listening to this show for a short time should go back and listen to Man of Steel. Probably our most our most angry episode. <laughs> um, uh, I was plenty again, angry back then. Brent, I apologize for that so, <laughs> so much. <laughs> Um, and then Batman v Superman, which uh, Brandon and I went to see in person, and we included a, a live portion from that, and then we wound up uh, recording yeah. in studio for it. Um, I remember you, that. You, you, were, you were part of our, our conversation on that. Definitely. Yes, I was. Yes, I do were. remember that. Um, and my feelings have changed a little bit. Okay. Well, which is going to really? surprise a lot of people. Um, I, I actually can't wait, frankly, because I don't know that much about this, and we okay. went to see the movie together. Um, I'll tell you in a sec. Justice League came out. And Justice League, as a friend of mine has put, was a movie. <laughs> um, and it, it came out. I, I think you're being too harsh. I think you could say that about <laughs> Batman v Superman. Yes. I don't. I think you're being too harsh with Justice League for that. I will. I will get a lot more into my into my feelings momentarily. Um, the reason why I specifically say that it was a movie is when Batman v Superman came out. I had harsh feelings about that movie. I, that movie well, angered me still in certain ways that Man of Steel angered ooh. me even further. This movie did not. I left this movie thinking it was a movie. Okay. It was okay. 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 It, it wasn't, it was not good. It was not bad. It was okay. Okay. It had problems, but it also did some things right that I actually appreciated. But you could easily tell that there were warring styles going on. I'm going to get a lot more further oh, into yeah. this. Um, I, I want someone else to talk before me. Uh, and, Raph, you will talk second. I want someone else other than the two of us in the room to talk because I know that you're going to have a lot to say about oh, this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, one of you guys go. Yeah, I don't so, care. You know, um, uh, Casina, go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, no. Okay, All right. Brandon. Uh, okay. Like, you know, um, I have <laughs> issues with, with Man of Steel like, also, you know, whatever. and also BBS. And um, yes. that made the bar incredibly low for this movie. This movie could have stumbled over the bar and still would have been a better movie than BVS. They literally could have tripped over their own two feet, passed the bar somehow, and been a better movie. I left the theater thinking this movie wasn't that bad, actually. Like, it, there were parts that I actually enjoyed. There were parts that I didn't like. Um, there were parts that made no sense. But compared to the mess that was Suicide Squad, the horror that was BVS... This actually, I liked most of it, actually, and it, it surprised me because I didn't expect that to happen. It was a movie I was dreading to watch, mm -hmm. especially after watching Thor. Yeah, same here. Mm -hmm. where I figured this, this would be a slog. I'm, I'm spending four hours in the theater on one day, and I'm going to hate myself for two hours after that. That's They're, pretty brutal. But the, 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 I, 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 and sorry, not to cut in Brandon, but the reviews definitely didn't help because I was, I was no. very, very much bracing myself yeah. seeing the reviews come yeah. And, and that's and that's the thing. I will, we can get we can get into that later about how there is an obvious bias between Marvel and DC. And I think there that's something that has to be addressed later on. But I mean, like mm -hmm. I was mentally dredging, 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 dredging going in this movie and dressing. Yeah, dressing too. Dreaming. And it, it 
it surprised me with how enjoyable it was at times. And uh, I think that, yeah, it, it's a movie. Yeah, it's not great. Mm-hmm. It's not bad by any stretch of imagination either. Too. It, it's, I, I it, it's probably the best thing I say about it. It's actually a solid movie. It's just not excellent. That's all. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Brent, you can you can go ahead and roll. Well, boys, I hate to break it to you, but you can't go by only the reviews that Jamal Igle posts on <laughs> <laughs> There are other love reviewers you, Jamal. out there. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Other I, I've seen plenty of them. Yeah. I love Jamal, but I did notice that every single review fu- that he posted, at least, it seemed like he found the worst ones and fucking posted them with well, glee. No, they or were pretty satisfaction. Negative. Yeah, or whatever. Well, I, don't, so, I, don't I mean, know. I can't Jamal, speak for Jamal. He's yeah, not here, so exactly. I won't try. Well, no, we, not only will we not speak for Jamal, we can comment that Jamal Igo has not seen this movie. I invited him onto the show. He has not seen the movie, and he's deciding not to. So I don't think he's going to see it until it's on video. Right. That's fine. Yeah. I. I, uh, you know, I think you will be pleased with it at the end. Yeah. At the end of the film. Um, I hope Raph felt the same way. I'm, I'm with yeah, you, Ian. This is definitely a movie. Mm-hmm. I will say it is a movie, but Batman v Superman was a film, <laughs> not in the way that it's like a great film, yeah. but Batman v Superman was a film in that it had a singular vision and a singular right. director. Yes. And at least it looked consistent. Yes. My biggest – I don't mind the story here. I like the story. I like the characters. I, I thought some of the jokes landed pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the ones that weren't in the trailers anyway seemed like a lot of them were. Um, I won't hold it against it. That's the way it is with a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I came out of the film with a smile on my face before we had the first post credit scene. I was like, huh, I could see where we could go from here and get a really cool uh, universe. And stuff like that. And then the post credits rolled, and I was like, okay. And then the final one rolled, and I was like, okay, that's kind of more interesting. But the last 15 minutes, I mean, really, I said this in my video review on my YouTube channel, but like once Superman comes back in the final battle, that film, for me anyway, just skyrockets. It's like a rocket ship taking off. It's yeah. just like, just keeps getting just better and better. It's like once they added Superman uh, as a regular jovial guy, which was what Raph and Jamal wanted the entire time in yeah, Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah. The guy they wanted finally shows up. Uh, that movie just takes off. However, you have to sit through the first hour and a half uh, to get there. And that, that's yeah. not saying that the first hour and a half is terrible. It's not Batman v Superman bad. It's just not as good as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So out of – what are we rating this out of? Ten? Yeah, out of five? ten. Yeah. Out of what? Out of ten. Ten? Out of ten, I would say this is like a six and a half. Yeah. It's an, it's an average film pretty much for me. But yeah. one that I, I can rewatch. I haven't rewatched Batman v Superman after I watched the Ultimate Cut. I haven't rewatched Suicide Squad since it came in theaters. <laughs> you know, I'll definitely check this one out when it comes right. out on Blu-ray for sure. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, what, what was your score, by the way? Uh, yeah, I'll give I'll give it a high school average, solid C, so seven. All right. So uh, let me let me get on mine because you're going to probably talk the longest. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and no, and, and it's, I, I, it's the reason why you're on this. No, dramatic build. I, I fully, Dr- I fully we're, expect it. We're exactly. building dramatically. Exactly. Um, so for for me, and I'm I'm just going to make this assumption. Although Brandon, I know that you're a lot this way too. Is that I'm going to make the assumption that I'm probably the one who notices how a film is made probably the most out of everybody on this call, right? Rather than no. ra- rather than. Well, I'm saying like like actual like like film production, like 
how it looks lighting wise, like editing, that sort of shit. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm have, have you talked to my wife recently? <laughs> Who am I married to? No, I know that, but you're I'm also pro- not your wife. So I'm that's probably why. the least. Yeah. I, I, I let myself get absorbed by the story, but yeah, keep going. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, and you can easily, easily tell in this movie which were reshoots and which were not. And it's God, not, it and it's, awful. And it's yeah. not just because of Superman's god awful mustache God. removal which frankly now that news has actually hit the wire that wb actually gave them permission to have henry cavill's mustache be shaved and be digitally re-added for mission impossible and they what chose not to the fuck saying oh no no, no don't worry we can just remove it and post this, it. This, it'll, it'll be fine no offense to mission impossible this is the bigger movie superman's new name is uncanny valley because yeah. oh, God. The- I think you get that story wrong. What I read was Warner Brothers offered to pay Paramount for oh, Paramount, digitally yeah. adding a mustache in whatever the rest of Mission Impossible he had to shoot. Because mm-hmm. it's easier to add facial hair than remove, as right. we obviously saw. Yeah. Right, right. Paramount yes. said no. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Paramount. Okay. To mess with Warner Brothers. Got I don't know it. whatever the reason was. Okay. But somebody so somebody over there obviously thinks they're more important than Superman. I refuse to watch so Mission Impossible from now on. Uh, I, it's done. Uh, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Fuck you, Tom Cruise. I'm sorry I enjoy those movies. It's not going to happen. But uh, uh, No, I, Superman's my guy, so fuck you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> you Scientologist, wow. son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. Hard stance, Sarah. Hard stance, Raph. Hard stance. I, I got to do it. The, the weird part of it was it wasn't even just the mustache. It was the voice. Was, yeah, super son of Superman's voice. Henry Cavill's Superman voice is so inconsistent throughout this movie. You get the the voice he was using in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, and then all of a sudden he'll sound like it was recorded in a completely different studio because it was in oh, a completely and yeah. It's, yeah, it, the well, tones no, obviously, really there's, obviously there's going to be ADR. I mean, that, right. that but the tones are really off too yes. because, like that, the tell me, yeah, do you bleed? Yeah, that that was really a weird reading. It was really, it was really weird. Dark. It, it even had and actually like, also too. There was during that scene, there was a hint of, of his mustache being peeking through from from the behind shot. Yeah, yes, yes definitely. All that put aside. I, the first time that I watched that movie, and actually one of the main reasons why I watched that movie a second time is because the first time I watched that movie, I sat there thinking to myself, okay, Snyder scene. All right, that's a Whedon scene. Yeah. All right, Snyder scene, that's a Whedon scene. Second time I saw it, I did my best to not do that, and I just tried to watch it as a movie all the way through. Right. And this Did you is, enjoy it more the second time? In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. As a As a movie all the way through, I actually found myself enjoying... Almost the complete opposite of you, Brent. I actually enjoyed the first half of the movie more than I enjoyed that last battle scene. Just because, to me, Superman's arc is so incomplete in this movie. It, it is it's sudden. It, it is sudden. It is rushed. You can definitely tell there's an hour of this movie sitting on a floor somewhere. And, yeah. yeah. And, I would love to pick it up. Well, yeah. And, but Superman gets the short, the short shrift. Because you, because we, because he only shows up in the last like what twenty minutes, thirty minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. maybe forty. Because he, he has that brief scene. We got our checks. Oh, we got well, our checks right like after costume. Superman showed up. Once he shows up in costume, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we we show we, like 
the way that I, I I do it, Alamo Drafthouse gives you your gives you your check. I think with forty minutes to go in the movie, forty forty five something like, like that. Forty forty five. That was right after Superman was was brought back. Yeah. To life. So you, but it's only like two minutes though. Maybe maybe no, it's not two minutes. They're it's like five ten minutes. Whatever. It's short. Uh, it, it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, and because of that, everything is rushed, and even the oh jolly, I'm a happy Superman now <laughs> feels feels tacked on to me. Right. It's and. The because Henry Cavill's acting is off because of the the voiceover and because of the fucking mustache. Kill me. Something just feels off to me there in a different way than every other than every, than the previous movies did. It, I'm not saying that there are parts of this movie that I did not enjoy greatly because there were. I actually like Cyborg a lot. Yeah, I think that that Cyborg was an excellent addition to this. This cast. was his movie. This was definitely his movie, and that there's parts of this movie that are left on the floor as well, including backstory that was cut from the Zack Snyder version, which we know from weeks. Yeah, scenes. the football scenes. Exactly. And all that. Yeah, the Flash. No. Just no. Ian. Ian, yeah. can I run this by you? Yes. Spend some time with my brother. Yes, I did. The yes. Flash is my brother. I'm I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I again, I've, I've met I've met your brother. Yes, you are absolutely right. No offense to your brother. I don't want to see him in Justice League movie. <laughs> no, that's that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like somebody at Warner Brothers gave them the note of we need a relatable character. We need somebody who's a nerd, like everybody watching this movie, and we're going to insert him in there. He's fun and goofy, exactly, and 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 overly. What brunches? Yes, both showings. Although my brother loves his brunch. Oh, oh God! Both both showings of the movie that I saw, two things fell flat. When everybody disappears and Flash is left, and like, oh well, well that's rude. No laughter whatsoever from the entire crowd. Well, that had been in every trailer. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, we were uh, yeah but there's plenty of people who so don't watch trailers. There was nothing left to be funny about that. Well, right. to be honest, the first time we viewed it, there were maybe a dozen people there with us. It could, granted, it was a Monday afternoon showing. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't. So, that, that was the same for me too. I was. I was at. The, I think I was, I was at the. Pretty sure the exact same show. It was at three thirty. Oh, we were at two forty-five. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, Sunday o'clock. Sunday seven thirty yeah. uh, showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than Don and I, mm-hmm. three. Other people. Oh my god, that's Jeez. painful. Did you go to the same place that we went to, or was it something else? Well, no, we went by me. So oh, okay, cool. In, in, in Abington, uh, the Regal. Got it. Okay. Um, and this, you know, this was Alamo Draft House. You know, on, on a Monday, I wasn't expecting anybody to be there. That's so. fair. That's fair. It's, it was. In, it was still early. Exactly. Yeah. Aquaman on Love. Oh. Momoa is great in this movie. Him and him and Cyborg were the, were the standouts, no doubt. Um. Uh, I think we're not giving Gal Gadot enough credit. Gal Gadot had had a decent amount to do in this movie. Still better than Wonder Woman, ob- yes, although that yes. is her Hands own down. movie, though. Hands yes. down. To be fair. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, and, and, and I mean, Wonder Woman gave her way more to do. They hit us over the head so fucking hard with Steve Trevor that I kind of just wanted to, to knock it the hell off after a while. They were doing their best, like, hey, remember Wonder Woman? Hey, remember Steve Trevor? Hey, 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 yeah, you're not around anymore because of Steve Trevor, right? Hey, hey, hey. Whatever. One reference was all I needed. I didn't need any more than that. Right. Um, send on them for the sequel somehow. That's weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, it's, uh, Steve Trevor was my great uncle. Yeah. And it, you were with him. A legitimate child somewhere? Like, I don't, I don't freaking know. And I'll, I'll, the one last thing that, I, that, that, I'll, that I'll mention, actually two last things before I hand it, hand it over to Raph. Batman, I also felt forced humor, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman's not funny. You don't, you don't do that to Batman. Like my my favorite Batman is one that is hard yet relatable. 
like yeah. hard, hard nailed yet relatable. Uh, every now and then he can throw a quip out there, but I don't not. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, like the "I'm rich" line worked for me. Yeah, see, that's the line Batman would throw out there. Yeah, the "Oh, uh, some something's definitely something's bleeding." bleeding. Yeah, no, no, that's... no, 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 definitely not. And I'll. I'll, I'll end it with, with this, and obviously I'm going to say more in this episode, but I'll end it with this. There was a villain in this movie. I forgot him already. Yeah, he was the throwaway. Magic Carpet Ride? Oh, my freaking God. I, I, the, the fact that I know people that have actually told me that they enjoy Steppenwolf in this movie. How? To do what? Exactly. To do what? Steppenwolf, okay. You know what Steppenwolf was? And, and this movie, in a lot of ways, follows the exact same formula of the, as, of the Avengers movie. In the way that yes. there's a that there's a pointy-eared villain who's gathering together tools while using alien drones to attack humans, yeah. just like yeah, just like Wonder Woman, out. yeah, just like Wonder Woman was Captain America, Justice League was the Avengers, and Superman's Superman. Did we? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. But did we really need to CGI his fucking face? Like, why couldn't it have just been a dude in a well, suit? He wasn't on set. That's just it. Why? Who made that fucking no, I'm, choice? I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. They should use the so, actor. Yeah. Ian, you said that we like this movie for different reasons. Yes. I don't think we liked it for... Everything you just said, yeah. I 100% agree with. Mm-hmm. I think what I, what I noticed more in the first hour and a half before yeah. we got to that final battle mm-hmm. was all the reshoots, all the green screen. Right. Lois having a terrible wig in some shots of the cornfield. Oh, God. Superman yeah. having... This is what was more mind-blowing. Superman having a terrible wig yeah. in some of those yeah. cornfield shots. Yep. All that stuff I noticed way more in the first hour and a half of the yes. film. And I think that's what we're going to nitpick about mm-hmm. more than anything. Yeah. But I, I'm with you 100%. I think it is weird, though, that this film can be so inconsistent and visually yeah. and tonally as well, yeah. but yet still come out okay yeah this this film does not deserve to be okay no it's you know what i mean epic and i'll get to that i think what 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 saves this movie is the fact that you not that so much it's the scale the movie that saves it it, it's not it's it's, dc characters have always been larger than life characters and that's i think that's why a lot of people who are fanboys of dc you know love them because they're they're epic gods they're 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 epic heroes and you, you get that a little bit with this film, but I think the biggest flaw in this movie is that there is no agency for any of the characters. Mm-hmm. They're just doing things. Right. There's no reason why they're doing things. Yeah. Uh, for example, Bruce is gathering the team. You don't really know why. He's just starting to leave because he, he needs to gather heroes because something's happening. Something's yeah. going to come. You don't know what's going to come until Steppenwolf shows up. Right. And he's just doing that. Uh, one woman, she kind of has a little bit of agency. She is trying to live her life again and trying to get back in the world. So that's her That's her arc. That's her arc to be a leader. She, she doesn't want to be a leader. She wants to be the weapon. And she knows that she can't just be the weapon. She has to go out there and inspire people. I think Cyborg, like I said before, gets the most to do in the movie because he has the biggest growth out of, all, out of everybody. Right. He's, he's the... He's the man who sees himself as a monster and exactly. realizes that he can be both. It's positive that his name monster. is Victor because he's literally the Frankenstein character. Right. Yeah. The Flash I, gets a, not a lot of growth. Mm. Uh, he gets some. You know, I, I think his major arc comes ahead with the save one person. 
right. uh, yeah. monologue. You know, Aquaman, I think, doesn't get a lot of growth, unfortunately, but you'll probably see a lot more of it in his movie next most year. Of his, most of his growth was cut also, because I know that, that Willem Dafoe was supposed to be in this movie. And yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, hey, I, here's a magic trident I never had before, and a right. whole suit of armor I never had before. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Well, literally, it was a throwaway line. Like, hey, oh. if, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to need something from you. I swear to God, if the only way they're able to talk in the Aquaman movie is when they're in a air bubble. Air, air bubble. Oh, that's going to be fucking annoying. <laughs> oh, that is going to suck. James Wan already <laughs> said on Twitter, hey, yeah. don't worry, no air bubble bullshit. In my Good. Movie. <laughs> Good. Because Aquaman should be telepathic. That we can blame Zack Snyder for, I almost guarantee you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it kind of makes sense, though. Like, when you're talking underwater, everything's garbled. Sound moves much slower in water because it's denser than air. Right. Um, you know, scientifically, it makes sense. And the way that I feel like Zack Snyder and his production team think is, like, they want to make everything realistic. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. It can kind of exist in our world with a little bit of suspension of disbelief. So yeah. it makes sense that that's where they went with Aquaman. Right. It's, you know, it's stu- it's silly, it's stupid, but if you reason it out, you're like, oh, okay, weird. But yeah, I don't know how they have a whole civilization based on that. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, Brandon, did you, uh, did you want to finish your thought? I mean, like I said, it's just, there's just, it, it works only because it's a lot of parts that fit together. Yeah. And right now, like he said, we were just baffled that all the parts come together properly. You know, it's it's like a. I was saying this earlier to one of my coworkers at my, at my job. It's like it's this movie is like a round jigsaw puzzle with <laughs> no edges. Yeah, it, it's it, somehow you can put it together, but you don't know how you did it. You want to know? And, you, I think, and, and, you, and you know, and you want to know why? Um, I, I, I think I can I can put this as as succinctly as possible. This movie, in many ways, plays like a two-hour television pilot would. Yeah, it does. Yes. Like, like this is the setup for something that you can literally watch the second episode of next Tuesday. And, and that, I kind of want to. And Right. But that's not what they're doing. That's no. not what they set up. This is a movie in a movie universe. And the next thing we're getting is a solo Aquaman movie. Um, we got eight seconds of, of Green Lantern in this, which I still personally feel like we're tacked on. Mm-hmm. I know that there was a deleted way early in production deleted scene, which frankly I'm glad they deleted of uh, of uh, like Kilowog visiting Batman. It was supposed to be a an, an end credit scene, which just really would have felt tacked on to me. Like there's no fucking reason to do it if you're not going to have Green Lantern be in the movie itself. Um, so that, that okay, that explains the the um, what's it called scene with um with Alfred, Alfred then. Um, no, no I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be Cal. Go, Superman. I'm pretty sure that's Superman. That's supposed to be Cal. Yeah, that because really? it, well, yeah, because uh, he's in almost that exact same spot. Because again, because I've seen this twice now, uh, I've he's in that exact same spot in a bunch of the uh, in, in a bunch of the scenes near, near the end of the movie, but before Superman shows up, there was <clears throat> there was definitely a different way that Superman got to the fight, which got cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure that included him stopping by Alfred. I, I bet Alfred went on that troop transport with him, and then when they did the reshoots, they removed him digitally from the lake scene, mm-hmm. and that's why you have that terrible digital Jeremy Irons with the really gumby limbs looking around and the wind blowing him around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that <laughs> sticks out like a sore thumb. That wouldn't surprise me. So I bet he went to them with them to Russia and then met Superman over there or something. Mm-hmm. Right, and he's kind of like the – yeah, he's like field intelligence – because it looked like he was standing next to the Batmobile in that in that trailer clip. 
Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's let's go ahead and uh, have Raph uh, give his thoughts, and we can sit back and relax for the next forty-five minutes. Yeah. Take a dump and come back. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, as our, I, I'm pretty sure I'm the biggest Superman fan of the four of us. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yes. Definitely. So I just want to. Yes. I just want to. So I haven't watched. I hadn't watched Man of Steel and BVS since the movie theaters until last Monday after I saw Justice League. I went home. I watched Man of Steel. I had a, I have a digital copy from my my Blu-ray because I asked for it for Christmas because I don't want to pay money for it, and then I watched BVS the theatrical cut on HBO Go. So, just a couple quick things. Uh, I was I hated Man of Steel like I was violently angry at, at Zack Snyder. Like oh, we I, know. I wanted yeah. to murder him yes. basically. Yes, we know. You weren't on the episode, but but we we remember. I yeah. don't anymore, and I think it's, it's like silly. A, and because depression after you saw that movie. Yeah, I was so bummed out. I mean, I, well, I mean, literally, like my my dad died a couple months later, so it wasn't a good time. But um, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that's that probably didn't help things. So now that it's been a couple of years and I've had time away, so I rewatched the movie. Um, and I rewatched BVS. So yeah. my thing is, I understand what Zack Snyder was trying to do. Mm-hmm. The big. <gasps> Wow! Everybody listens to me. Finally, he's been say- no, no, no. He's he's been saying this shit for at least like five years now. So this is this is nothing new. The problem here with me is two things, uh, and this one I just came across. I realized as I was watching last week. The first problem is, um, it doesn't fit the tone of Superman, right? Like, it, I feel like this is where this is where Jamal and I argue. Uh, were, this is where me and Jamal argue all the time. Like, this is our side of it. Like, it should be brighter. It should be more positive. It should be he should be doing more. He should be saving more people, and that's fine. The second part is, it's he did a, all that in this movie, right? No, no, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm not criticizing. The second part is, this is my big, and this is my criticism of having Zack Snyder be the 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 mastermind of the DCEU. They he did a deconstruction on a hero who's been around in his in his world for less than a year. How do you deconstruct something while you're telling his origin? Right. It makes no sense. It makes sense to do that story ten years later. Like there's a tragedy that Superman can't stop, and he starts to question himself. Why are you you? They literally cut Superman off at the knees with his with this with this character arc. They literally did. Because what does he do? He he de- he learns about his origin. He develops his powers. He 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 fa- finds out he's not alone. The survivors of Krypton try to try to kill the human race. He saves them, but everything gets destroyed. The entire most of the human race turns on him. He tries to save everyone that he can, and everyone's still angry at him, despite the fact that he's trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. More people die, and then Batman tries to kill him. And while Lex Luthor's trying to kill his mom, where it where. It's not about making Superman positive. It's where is the positivity to give him? Right. There's. It's just re- unrelentingly tearing down Superman, and that's not what you do with Superman, especially at the I beginning got, of his career. I got two reasons for the deconstruction okay, for you. That's fine. Number one, I'm not not trying to defend it. No, I no, no, no. Your point. I think it's very valid. No. Uh, number one is uh, there were five Superman movies before then. So they wanted to do probably something different, I'm sure. Number two, and this is kind of a joke, kind of not, David Goyer wrote the movie. That's fair. And I get and that. That's David all Goyer. that that guy does, basically. Yeah, I know. 
I, I'm I'm frankly I'm pretty done with Goyer at this point. I'm surprised Batman Begins is as good as it is, considering he had so much of a part of it. That's because the Nolans also had a part of it. That's true. No, yeah, one, yeah. Both both Nolan brothers, for that matter. That's true. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, and but again, the thing is, if if to the more to the first point. All right, fine. We've had so many Superman movies, right? So why tell an origin story again? Why not just and so and that leads into my discussion about Justice League. So Justice League does feel like two different movies, and honestly, I do kind of want to see Zack Snyder's version because I, as I was watching BVS, he's telling a really interesting story. Basically, I feel like what Justice League was gonna be was a race to resurrect Superman between Batman and the Justice League and Steppenwolf because. It seems like they do use the mother box to resurrect him, and then Steppenwolf does it, and then he beca- he kind of gets he's kind of wandering the world, brain ro- uh, brainwashed and everything, and then and then Flash will show up from the future again to go. Lois is the key. The Justice League gets Lois to Superman. He kind of disappears like he did in this movie, and then figures himself out. Then he shows up and it's like, what can I do? And Alfred's like, I hope we're not too late. And then he shows up and kicks ass. And that sounds epic and awesome. And it sounds like it's a redemptive arc for Superman. And that actually would make sense to what has happened before. Unfortunately, Joss wanted. It feels like the studio and Joss wanted to wipe away the first the first two movies as quickly as they could. That's why they did all the reshoots. On the other hand, I want to see what Joss would have done with this universe from the beginning because I liked what Joss did. Right? We we I, I'm with you, Brent. I love that final battle. That is the Superman I've been waiting to see. And you know, I remember back in 2006, I said I love Superman Returns, and I do. I did. But the problem is that movie and Man of Steel and BVS did the same thing, which is they made Superman question himself. They made him, and that's it's hard to start there. You got to start with proud confidence Superman and then tear him down. Right. And that's why I love that this Superman Mm -hmm. because he is, he's Superman. He smiles, he tells cheesy jokes that only he can pull off. Right? Are you going to roll your eyes when Superman's like, is this guy giving you trouble? (laughs) Who need to roll your eyes at him? He's going to heat vision your head off. He's Superman. He can say whatever he wants. He's great. Like slow poke. That's the the cheesy shit Superman says that I love. It still feels like revisionist history though what we've been set up with. It is. Yeah. It it, It is. And that's my problem with the movie. You can't can't blame Joss Whedon in the studio for wanting something totally different out of Justice League once Zack Snyder had to step away. And I don't. And I don't. And that's because of all the online hate that people like all four of us gave it the right. last and th- year. And that's fine, and I, I, I can understand that. But the thing is, I would rather have let him finish his story than come in in the middle and cut it up and give me an, another version, which I, all, I also, what you're giving me is, is the worst of both worlds, not the best of both worlds. Because you're, you're not letting me finish this terrible story that could have redeemed itself, and you're giving me a good story that I'd have no beginning to, because there's no roots in what came before. See, that, yes. that's, that's my problem with Justice League. I like it. It's easily my second favorite DCEU movie. Yeah. It's probably my second favorite Superman starring movie. I think I put it above two. I think I put it above Returns. Mm-hmm. It's just Which it's is so hilarious because you literally get 15 minutes of, of Superman. Yeah, but they're good 15 minutes. They're the best 15 minutes of Superman I've seen 
in I don't know how long. Isn't that sad though? Because it is, and that's the it's point. Superman too, yeah. because this yeah. this subpar Superman, like other than the animated universe, right? Which I love all Star Superman. I love Superman vs. the Elite. I love all the that stuff. Justice Justice League, Justice man. League, Come on, Justice League, League the paper speech. I want. Oh, oh my, my God, God. Yes. I want a Justice League Part Two where Zack Snyder apes the the paper speech. And you just you mean a Justice League Two where Joss Whedon does it? Because we're not getting. We're not. Well, here's the thing. I I read after I read a bunch of the articles afterwards. Yeah. There's not going to be a Justice League two. It's all everything's completely dependent on the progress of Justice League. Yeah, I know. And since Justice League is doing so poorly, I'm actually kind of scared. Yeah. But is but, it really doing that poorly? Doing, everyone's shitting on it. Everyone's shitting on it, saying, "Oh, it's doing not doing well. It's only uh, made four hundred million. Here's the deal, though. I hate it that. made almost a hundred million dollars its opening weekend. Right. That is right. a good opening. They will I make think movies. So. They will make sequels to movies for less than that amount. Well, yes, it's right. Good. It's doing well overseas. But already the, crossed three hundred million dollars worldwide. The overseas. press is so this negative gonna make on more it. than half a billion dollars. They'll figure out a way to make no, it. No, and back. I hope They'll so too. Second one. So, so I we, really hope so. I really do. Hold on. Let me let me bring up real quick the. The drop-off uh, from week to week on this movie was 56.2%. Uh, right, and that's usually a 60% drop-off is considered terrible. So we're exactly. not quite there. It's let's, not let's compare great, that. it's not bad. Let's compare that to the drop-off of Batman v Superman, which, which was, was 69.1%. Yeah, it's like yeah basically that bad. was bad. Yeah. But that did have a huge opening, almost yes, $200 million. Yes, it did. Right. It did. That's, expe- that's to be expected. Uh, yeah. Mid-50s is not terrible. I mean... No. No, it's, it's not. It's not not great. Yeah. It's also not the end of the world. I mean, they were tracking, what, $110 million. If you look at the law of diminishing returns, uh, I think Wonder Woman came in at 115 is opening weekend, right? Around uh, there? Yeah, they were thinking yeah, like 85 there. So if you yeah. do that math... They're about right. even for where they wanted to be during the year. Yeah, expectations-wise, though. Box office-wise, they're doing great. But yeah. it's, like, it's expectations that need to be kind of I'm looking, up, I'm looking up Wonder Woman right now. Uh, it's uh, weekend gross was 103. That's not, that's yeah. not bad. They, they, they were projecting like $80 million. They were. Right. Yes, they were. I mean, and, look, look at Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was tracking higher than it was. It came in, but actually I think it came above, I think it came above Wonder Woman around 115. Yeah. Uh, as we said before, uh, BVS came in two hundred million opening weekend, and just, so, Justice League also, let me point out, went under the projection. Uh, th- their initial projection, I believe, was ninety seven. That then got lowered to ninety five, and its final projection was ninety three. That's not t- again. Yeah. That's seven million Still off hundred. Kong whatever. Skull Island, and yes, that's getting a, a sequel. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, it all depends on how much money this actually costs to make, and. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to get a full production budget on this, considering how intensive the reshoots were, because every single thing that we heard about reshoots in this, other than from, quote-unquote, insiders, right? all the official stuff was, oh, no, 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 they're just touch-ups. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Joss is working on this for a it's week. It's 20% Everything Joss's. is fine, yada, yada, yada. There is a lot more than we were told. It's more like 40%. Joss's. It's almost everything with Superman. Yeah, it's 40% Joss Whedon. Exactly, which which leads me to believe that the Superman that we got in Zack Snyder's version was probably a lot closer to the Superman that we got in Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, Probably why they needed reshoots well, in the first place. Again, I think they were trying to tease that nightmare future. They were. And then yeah. and then they, they get to Lois in time and save her from whatever yeah. whatever happens to her, and then they give her to Supes and like, hey, look— She's fine. There, there is a, it's there's a shame a, that they ditched that because that yeah. was one of the I more know. interesting things about Batman v Superman. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We could still easily get that in the two 
because if that was uh, you know Dark Side versus Steppenwolf, then maybe. But yeah. Um. But what what well, I you just need Red Kryptonite, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can. Well, yeah. Or, you anything. Well, they really. just do the uh, what was it Superman Reign the, the two part finale of the series. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, or or a Black Mercy, put a Black Mercy on him. Oh man, a Black a, a Superman Black Mercy movie would. No, it's kind of long. So. So if a you solo, yeah. If no, you, I'm not saying long. Just put a black mercy. No, on it would have to be a Justice League movie. Him. Yeah, it would have to be a yeah, but it have to be like a Justice League plot. Okay, so we we've got a couple of deleted scenes here, um, that that uh, have already been released in one way or another. A lot of them got pulled almost immediately. Um, but uh, there's there's deleted scenes involving Aquaman and and the Atlanteans that were cut. Probably um, Volko. Yes, definitely, definitely that because he did film. So yeah, we yeah. know that that's there. Poor guy. Um, there was a scene that was cut. You got paid. Don't feel bad for him. Yeah. yeah. There was a scene that was cut with Iris West. Um, uh, or they cast Iris West. They did. They did cast Iris West. Yes. There was a scene that involved Iris being saved by Barry. There have been multiple reports on this. One was that it was cut due to time. The other was cu- that it was cut because they weren't happy with the actress and that they're going to re- and that, that they're going to recast for the eventual Flashpoint. Movie. And they lost their writer director. And I don't know if he cast for Snyder or both, but I could, I could, I could definitely see how a incoming director would come in for Flashpoint and say, "You don't have a script, you don't have a movie. Why do I have to use this actress you've already chosen, not shown?" Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's like I get it. Yeah, it's the same thing about. I mean, a little bit different, but it's the same as cutting Shailene Whitley from Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, you know that that they cut Mary Jane because they decided they didn't want to use her. So of course they, you know, if they were to have eventually done Amazing Spider-Man Three, she probably would have been recast. Yeah, and start else. over. Exactly. Start start with something fresh. Well, mm, um, I've heard a bunch of rumors about Amazing Spider-Man no, 3. Well, well I yeah. know. I, I, there's actually a, a really great uh, YouTube series uh, channel that I've been following lately that just did an episode on that yeah. a, little long, a little while ago, um, including also what was going to happen with uh, Spider-Man 4, uh, the Raimi Spider-Man 4, which was very interesting. But some of the other cutscenes involved uh, Cyborg and football, so basically a flashback of him, including his mother, who was cast in this and was eventually, you know, cut. Um, there's scenes from the trailer that we didn't get, including yeah. dialogue. Uh, the the dialogue about Superman saying, you know, you're wearing the ring. Yeah. Which did not have a re- digitally removed mustache. Right. So that was definitely a, a pre-reshoot, even though he's wearing the same shirt he was. Yeah, I guess they saved, well, the you know, shirts are not hard to, you know. Exactly. Um, there's... Probably some Ma Kent stunt the stuff that got cut. I almost guarantee you because she's barely in this movie. Oh, yeah, thank God, thank God it was though. Yeah, there was also Perry White stuff that that was cut because I know that from what I heard, Lawrence Fishburne filmed for this movie, and he's not in it. So yeah, he's, I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, so he's he's got to be in there somewhere. A whole bunch of other stuff. There was a whole Reddit thread that whether you believe it or not, um, you know, posted all a whole list of stuff, including mention of Darkseid that wound up being cut from the movie itself. Yeah. Um, and a movie and a scene where Lex Luthor got broken out of jail by Deathstroke. As opposed to just, oh, he suddenly has gone. Exactly. Oh, they um, must have ref- that must be I, I thought that was weird that it's the end stinger is Deathstroke just riding a boat. To another boat. Yeah, you wanted. You wanted I thought he was brand? taking Lex Luthor to there, and then he walks up there, and he's already there. Yeah, com- because that scene came from an entirely different movie. Yeah, and you could fucking tell by the way it's shot, lighting wise, by the by the fact that Lex Luthor doesn't show up at all until the end of that, even though he's mentioned a couple times, probably because Jesse Eisenberg didn't want to shoot anything. 
It's he probably well. I mean, everyone hated that Lex Luthor. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. He, well, I, he, I bet he they um, shot that just after BVS wrapped because he still had the shaved head. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the first thing they shot on Justice League mm-hmm. to start with. Yeah, and and, and we've known that Joe Manganiello has been was playing that role now for like almost what like a year and a half. Yeah. Even though he's, he's really pushing me. this hard, like. Yeah. I'm sorry. He does not look. I'm fine with him playing his Deathstroke, but mm-hmm. his hair. <laughs> looked like they went to Sally Beauty Supply and bought the silver <laughs> hairspray yeah. and put a paper towel up to him and sprayed it. Like it looks like what I did in high school, middle school for Crazy Hair Day. Yeah, yeah, looks awful. It does. It does. And just and and I have to and just there's one other part of this movie that just doesn't work for me, and it's just that I just still can't help but feel that they didn't earn it. No, they and did not. There, there wasn't enough lead up for any of these characters to believe that. A, they would be a team, or B, that we should give two shits about three quarters of them. And that's why I meant by this is this was you know I'm they they didn't resolve the BVS plot threads. Yeah, and they didn't give Joss Whedon the universe. Right, that's the problem. I, but I will say, and this is my this is also my problem with the previous movies. So they did an interview with Danny Elfman, and he said, "Yeah, I'm bringing my theme back. Batman has a theme. Yeah, I'm bringing John Wayne's theme back. Superman has a theme. And you know what? I didn't hear it. He's right. Did you? What? Uh, yes, they, they, both, yeah. they play both of them. Yeah, when Batman's in the Batmobile, very, very at first you go, you hear it, and I'm like, I, I, you can ask Ian. I jumped out of my seat. I was giddy. I was a five year old kid again. And then when they slowly play Superman's theme, I got giddy. I was a five year old kid again. Like when he first shows up and hits Steppenwolf, they go, to, they do the dun dun dun, and I'm like, oh my god, this is the greatest moment of my entire life. And I went, oh wait, this is not that great a movie. But I still did it. I, I just watched the movie again today, and I saw that moment. I still, I. I got giddy. You can't ignore these cultural references. That's my other problem with Snyder. Oh, let me redo everything. Let me completely forget everything. No. You're because you have to there's this again, you said it. There were five movies beforehand. If you completely erase them, yeah. they don't exist. You can't you can't build off of that off of that history if you completely erase them. You have to gently introduce new things and keep some of the things. I mean, did they have to use this, the John Wayne Superman theme all the time? No. Give me a little hints of it every now and then. That's and that's what they did in this movie. They did give me the full dun 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 mm-hmm. dun. No, no, but they did a little bit, and it's enough for me to go. Oh man, that's Superman. Like it, it. That's all I care about, right? Like that. That's all I. That's that's all I cared about in those in the, in those moments when I first watched it last week. This was the greatest movie of my life. In those in those two seconds, yeah, because that's that's I'm such a Superman fan. It's it's such a gut reaction right. for me. And, and they didn't and, do enough of that. Exactly, but but to people who did enjoy this movie as much as they did, and I know they're out there because I had that's an entire freaking thread where Daryl was basically yelling at me for for not liking yeah, this I movie. Daryl's very defensive of the DCEU, and and frankly, you know, whatever, dude, like whatever you want to like. And I mean, I, I oh, I'm, I'm like we, that. I know, but I, but in general now, that's where I am with this shit. Yeah, like, so am I. You know, like like what you want to like, enjoy what you want to enjoy. If this was your favorite movie of the year, then more power to you. Okay, it wasn't mine. I gave it about a six and a half out of ten. It's certainly serviceable, but I just wanted more. You know, I want I wanted to be freaking like knocked off my feet, like I was with Wonder Woman. Frankly, yeah, Wonder Woman was absolutely a movie that did that. Even if it fell apart in the last act. It still worked great. What didn't work in this last act, going back to Steppenwolf for a second, Steppenwolf, like that that last scene, like those last couple of scenes, like with, with Superman and, and Cyborg like ripping apart the uh the, the cubes and then like having their you know laughing fit and Wonder Woman being I work with children. 
that just felt weird. That's Black Widow. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't earned. That it, was Black Widow it, talking about the Avengers. Exactly. That and was it, not yes. Wonder Woman. It, no, it wasn't earned. That, that, I, that I agree with, Brandon. It was also rushed. Yeah. It was really rushed. That was a rushed last couple of minutes there. Yeah, and it's anticlimactic. Yeah. I feel like there was a much more dramatic ending in the offing. And did we, did we know already? Well, okay, I guess it was established in the first scene that, that the parademons are attracted by fear. Yes, because yes. that's how Batman lures him with the, with the robber that he hangs off the edge of the building. Not oh, can we talk about this quickly? That, that oh, scene ahead. bugged me for a couple of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- number one, way to use Alfred's name out there in the open, Batman. Right, it's Penny. Well, yeah, in the comics right now, it's Penny One, which it's yeah. still kind of obvious, but still. Yeah, good, good job there, Dark Knight Detective. And Maybe it's two, a redhead. Hey, Alfred Pennyworth, can you hear me? It's right, me, exactly. Batman, also known as Bruce Wayne. Like, like what? What? You're Bruce Wayne? No. He, he, he left the robber on on the rooftop. To get away. Yeah. With the stuff. He wasn't really there for the robber, though. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he, was, and, he was tied up. That was also the uh, the main guy of that new Netflix show. Uh, Mindhunter. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mindhunter. Yeah. Which, I mean, that, that they got it, that they got a guy who's, you know, actually doing really well for himself right now, but that was basically a throwaway scene. You never see the dude again. Also the guy from the underrated and great FX show, Lights Out. I don't remember that. The boxing show. It was great. Oh, he's also oh, it was so great. I, don't, also, I wish it would uh, went longer than the one season it got. Because yeah. porn stash was in it too, <laughs> and I want to say um, Nate from How to Get Away with Murder was the other rival boxer too. He's the in death we have a name. His name is Robert Paulson guy too. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'd look that up. Yeah, I thought he looked familiar. That's oh, and uh, it, hold on. Uh, speaking of mustaches, J. Jonah Gordon. That was that was yeah. He, no he, thanks. He, he he. I don't know. I actually kind of I kind of dug him. Get me he photos of Batman. It's too soon to tell. Too yeah. soon to tell. He, he, he didn't, didn't do get, anything. He didn't get a lot of scenes. He Although had, he had personality. Yeah, I'll give did. him that. Um, which he always does. Right. It's just I don't know. Like yeah, that that felt like. And did you know that was Christmas Allen? I didn't. Like I was just gonna mention that. I was like, oh, and then I realized the black detective in Gotham. Yeah, it's probably Christmas Allen. Yeah. Although I doubt we'll ever get the Spectre. No. No way. Yeah. I mean. I, it, like going back to Rest Point, this movie it hits buttons. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it hits your it hits your nerve button at certain times and makes you think, oh, oh, this isn't that bad. Right. But it it, it but they're discordant though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like that last that last uh you know like voiceover scene with Lois actually kind of felt no one asks to me and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, just just because of you know it reminded me of that last voiceover from The Dark Knight. Where you know a whole bunch of advancing is happening, and you're seeing everything unravel. Um, although full dis- full di- full disclosure, Cyborg's body transforming and getting his normal outfit, you know that was added after the fact because oh yeah, I mean, for one thing, it didn't even look good. Yeah, that and Booyah, that, those are definitely posts. You know, pander points. All right, can I rant about? Hey, let's add this really stupid lame C logo we have for Cyborg. Yeah, can Which, I-, I don't even get the. I don't even. Get I neither do I. It, it's just, it stands for cyborg. Exactly. <gasps> His name is but, Cyborg. But for decades, he never had a freaking logo. I know. Can I rant about Booyah for a minute? Please. Okay. If you want. No point. None whatsoever. Um, and and not only that, it. I actually that was the one visceral negative moment, and Raph saw it when I, I was did. in the theater. I was like that. That was for, that was for all the Teen Titans Go fanboys. Yeah. I. I. I viscerally hated that because yeah. it took me out of everything that was happening. It was a it was a catchphrase 
Like that would have been like him going boom shakalaka, right? For, for no reason, you know. Like, no, isn't it from Teen Titans Go? I it is. Yeah, it well, is. Well, well, I, 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 I attribute it more to Teen Titans, the cartoon, than Teen Titans Go. But both that's putting Harris up. Well, whatever. The same animated Teen Titans show. It just it didn't have to be there. It's, no, that was strictly for like the Teen Titans fans. Right. It didn't set the tone. It was fucking pandering. That's yeah, what it was. It was. It was totally pandering. It's like, please like us. Please like this character. You liked him in other things. Here, you can like him now. Exactly. He said your favorite catchphrase. Do you like his catchphrase? We love what we want you to like. Please like his catchphrase. Right. And everything else about Cyborg in this movie worked for me. That shit was just over the top and unnecessary and just, ugh. It was such, such a freaking throw in. And my one other thing that I need to bring up in this because I had to, and I know none of you give a shit, but I'm going to say it anyway. There we go. <laughs> Speaking of Cyborg, so there's a scene in this movie where Cyborg is text messaging Wonder Woman via their interface. A wonderful Wonder Woman's looking at video of Cyborg as he was transformed. They they actually broke their own continuity, by the way, by saying that Cyborg was transformed after Superman's death. No, right, because they had the video before. Exactly. They had that video before. Complete bullshit. Whatever, I'm moving on. Um, I, I, I mean, come on. I mean, the, the, the continuity of Spider-Man Homecoming was broken, too, by them saying that it was seven years since uh, since Avengers, and that doesn't yeah, make any sense. that was kind of off. Exactly. Cyborg's doing this whole talking and everything, and then so, Wonder ASL. Woman, exactly, like, like, hey, girl, you up, and <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman asks, where are you? And she brings up a map, and he points, to, he, he puts a little dot on the map. That map is a Brooklyn, and they didn't even bother to remove a sign for Brooklyn College from the fucking map, and you're setting this in Gotham. Well, I guess, I guess Gotham is New York, then. It's established, but, but Gotham's ha- a but smaller city. Exactly, they did not establish that in the in previous movies. I'm pretty Gotham sure they even mentioned. Well, no, Gotham. This is, it's supposed to be East Coast. They said that, but there's also supposed to be a New York and New Jersey, from what I from well, what I believe. Right, because um, yeah, they're, they're well, twin well, cities on 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 the ocean on the Atlantic Ocean. They're yeah. on the East Coast. They're not on the West Coast. No, that would make them Philadelphia and Camden, then probably. Right, I, something I some analog to that. Right, but they don't because i believe new york's mentioned at least once in in one of those first two movies i believe so as well but so they don't but they don't give a shit to, anymore. you know yeah like, and it just it, it just it pissed me off when i see you know flatbush and brooklyn college listed on a map for gotham and it takes two seconds to change the names like gotham college is all you I'm, needed there it's surprising because jeff johns is such a continuity guy he would be like no no there's a neighborhood you could use for i think shit the narrows yeah exactly <laughs> that's all you needed it, it took me out of it for eight seconds and then whatever i rolled back in because it's not that big a deal it's just uh it, it's sloppy it is sloppy. it's sloppy it's, it's pointless fine. um it's fine yeah so all you are you non-new yorkers you know what to worry about exactly this. nobody else cares uh, as julian Lytle pointed out like well well i mean whatever they were to- they were talking about washington dc we didn't see any monuments like yeah right. yeah you're right I, i've i have yet to have completely reestablished my new yorkness so it doesn't bother <laughs> me as much I mean, Star Labs was in freaking Millennium Park in uh, in Chicago. Like that, that was pretty obvious for anybody who's ever visited, visited Chicago before. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, um, yeah, well, almost like you know when they show season one and two of Arrow, and it's obviously Philadelphia. I'm like, oh, that's that's great, guys. Thank you. That's true. That's very accurate. No, it's Star City. I don't know what you're talking about. So, Star City with, with the Comcast building. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Comcast is also in Star City. Where do we go uh-huh. from here, fellas? 
because this is a really murky situation, and I'm wondering whether or not we're even going to get another Justice League movie. I'm wondering if we're going to get that Batman movie. There's a freaking Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, who, who the hell knows if he's going to even play him? But they've been floating like a Leonardo DiCaprio so, Joker movie. From a similar article where they mentioned that, yeah, I heard. So basically, DC is doing the opposite approach of the MCU, mm-hmm. where it's not a connected universe. It's stories about characters. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what Suicide Squad was supposed to be, except it's a fucking train wreck. Right. So every there will be a center line main universe that's connected to the BVS Justice League MOS universe, and and then other movies will take place in whatever Earth they want to take place in. That's really stupid mm-hmm. because that's not you're ruining continuity and you're not you're you're confusing the shit out of everyone. Yeah, because they're going to expect them to be all in the same universe, right? At least in terms of who I want to direct, I, I they're not. Joss is doing Batgirl, so I don't think he's going to do Justice League two until they cancel it because I'm still not convinced. Yeah, I would love for him to come back mm-hmm. just to see what his take is. I also really want Jeff Johns. So here's a funny thing: Kevin Feige said he was an assistant to Laura uh, Laura Donner, right? Mm-hmm. Jeff was assistant to to Richard Donner. Yes, he's he should be Kevin Feige. I Jeff Johns should be Kevin Feige for I, DC. I feel like he already is. He yeah, better be. what they're trying to push already. Yeah, he better be because they need to write this ship. I mean, look, again, I, I understand what Snyder was doing. I think mm-hmm. he just did it at the wrong time in Superman's career. Yeah. It's fine. I'm over it. But the damage is done because so many people have been shitting on it so much. You have to rehabilitate the DC Universe. Cavill has said he would like to play a Superman that's a little bit more Superman. And he he, he, he did say he and Whedon were like totally on the same page about, about being a Superman. Right. And he was pretty Superman-ish. I mean, that's the most Superman he was, in the, I don't know, since, since uh, he was smiling and laughing about learning how to fly. Right. Which is a long time ago. The only movie that's been filmed at this point is Aquaman. Nothing else has even started production yet. Like, I'm terrified. Exactly. They've been they've been floating the idea of that solo Batman movie and I He doesn't like want to do it. Ben he wants Affle- to leave. Ben Affleck's done with Batman. Yes. I'm You think so? I don't I don't know. I, I feel don't bad want, for the guy. I don't want him to be. I don't think he's a terrible Batman. I just he he sounds like yeah. he's done. Why, why I don't know, Brent. I mean, do you do you think he's going to show up because I mean, they've already rejected his entire script that he wrote for oh, yeah. For, yeah. for Batman. Uh, he's not directing anymore. Um, it does say something that he stepped down from the directing job. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It just, it, I don't know. It just, it feels like he. Maybe he was going to kill off Batman in his own script. Maybe, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We can, we can only speculate here. Like, I mean, they could have gone kill a joke if they really I wanted to. I can't call Ben. He changed his number. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I. Thank you, thank you Kevin. <laughs> I just feel like we're at a crossroads here. Yeah. And there's just, there's just nowhere. <sighs> I don't know how how you rectify it, I guess, because he does Batman v Superman and then the following Comic Con? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, two Comic Cons later, he has to. There's all these rumors because he stepped away from the director and blah, blah. Does Batman v Superman, signs on as director of his own movie, right? Nobody nobody will leave him alone about it because Batman v Superman was so askew. Right. Okay, polarizing. Um, and then he steps down from it. He's got other stuff going on in his life or whatever the the reasons were. The negative reaction in Batman v Superman makes him a pariah, he feels like. And then you've got Justice League comes out, and not even before the movie opens, you've got 
a second time where people are going, oh, who are they going to replace him with? Who are they going to replace him with? Like, he can't even open a weekend as Batman without Jake Gyllenhaal rearing, rearing his head or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I feel bad for the guy. Like, just can we save the the replacement movies for two months from now? Mm-hmm. Replacement rumors for two months from now? It's just like, give the guy a break. He no, hasn't I know. really, I still feel that he hasn't really done much as Batman because nope. he was so angry in the first one yeah. and so inconsistent in this one. Yeah. And not to mention he had to share the movie with five other people, even though he was the main character, the main driving force. Like, you can't argue that stuff, yeah. but it's just like. Alfred's been more consistent than Batman. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, and frankly, if they were to replace Ben Affleck, again, I, frankly, I, I don't really want them to because I've actually enjoyed him for the most part in this. Even if the, even if he was inconsistent in this, it's, I, not, it's not his fault. It's exactly, the, it's the it's the it's the three different movies he's doing. Yes, right. Exa- There's exactly. three different movies, three different tones in two films. But even if even if they were to replace him, I hope they don't replace Jeremy Irons. I I like him. I, I legitimately hope they do not because he is he's very good in in the role and he reminds me of the type of Alfred that I love. One that's a little bit more snarky. hands-on, snarky, and you know isn't just uh, "I'll make you tea and crumpets." His Alfred is wearing combat pants. Yes, in the <laughs> bat plane or whatever. Yep. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> exactly. And I actually kind of like the uh, you know Alfred. I'll take it from here. You know, do, do I do I know you? Yeah. That was actually pretty well executed. I mean, do we even want to bother speculating who we would want to take over the role of Batman? Because I don't. I kind of don't want Jake to. Gyllenhaal. Jake no, G- I don't. No. I don't want Jake Gyllenhaal, and I, and I don't want to speculate. Yeah, yeah. It's just one uh, thing I will say about this Bruce Wayne that I don't like mm-hmm. is Bruce Wayne does not come into his uh, Batcave. Yeah, to talk with his team mm-hmm. and then put on a three-piece suit to hang out. Yes. No. I'm sorry. That is true. No. That, that costume designer, maybe a very good costume designer. That's Bruce Wayne on the street. Mm-hmm. Bruce yep. Wayne in the cave is still Batman, and Batman doesn't wear that stuff in this cave to be comfortable and hang out. Yeah. Sorry. And let me let me also point out that there were uh there were a couple lines that were cut from this movie involving the seven. Unite the seven, yes. Unite the yeah. seven. So who's the seventh? We know who the seventh is. It's Green Lantern. It's gotta be. Yeah. Or yeah, it's Big Lantern. Yeah. I thought it would might it might have been uh Martian Manhunter, and that would have been a swerve. Mm, and maybe. then uh, that scene where Alfred's like, I hope you're not too late, that was like, Batman's like, I ate up my sleeve, and it turns out to be Manhunter. Do you, th- cool. do you think, and I mean, God, this is complete oh. speculation, do you think that Jeez. Commissioner Gordon oh, wait. was originally slated to be Martian some, Manhunter? Maybe. Some dude, uh, some dude who saw the movie early said it, it was Mira, which I guess is a cop. Yeah. That's a cop-out answer, though. Nah. No. Yeah, she's not no. really active. No, I can't. I can't. No, that, yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that. That doesn't. That doesn't jive with the. That narrative. doesn't make any sense. Because she shows up once, and you you can consider her part of seven. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah, but. Well, plus, she, but she also had a, had a bigger role in the movie, though originally too. Right. Yeah, that's oh, true. That's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least I'm happy that they have a hall for the Justice League. It's Wayne Manor. Mean, uh, Wayne Manor. Is that Wayne Manor? It's Wayne Manor. It's, it's Wayne, Manor. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne Manor. Wait, he doesn't live it. He doesn't live there anymore. Oh yeah, that's true. Because right. that's where. Uh, yeah, because yeah, uh, he goes to visit his parents and his, his <sighs> dead parents. Excuse me, Bruce Wayne's parents are dead. Yes, that's true. And uh, you're, you're, yeah, that was your one, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only done one. Right. It's I know. Actually. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm actually really proud of myself. Good, good for you. But um, yeah, that 
yeah, he, I, I watched BVS recently, so this is all still fresh in my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's that's Wayne Manor. All right, well then I'm annoyed uh, because I wanted it to be a Hall of Justice. Um, but well, I, it's, it's still a Hall. Of, it's no, a Manor of Justice. I, it, it, yeah, I guess so. Justice Manor, it's Avengers Mansion, Stark Manor, Stark Manor. God damn it! But doesn't having the Hall of Justice on Bruce Wayne's property kind of give away the ghost? You're, you know, give up the ghost. That's, that's what I would. Yeah, that's well, what I was saying. Doesn't everybody? No, no, no Bruce Wayne just bankrolls Batman unjustly. He's not really. Oh, Batman, he's guys. now Tony Stark situation okay, okay. then. Hey, actually, speaking of of, of Marvel, because I might as well bring this up too. Um, does anybody actually have a secret identity anymore? Somehow, somehow so. they resurrected Clark Kent. I don't know how they did it after yeah. after Lois screams Clark. Clark. Really Clark, hello, Clark. Yeah, and whatever your name is, Clark, Joseph man. Kent. And every single member of the Justice League Clark knows Joe. who Bruce is, like right off the bat. Diana has sort of an identity, barely. Uh, Aquaman never had one. Well, yeah, Cyborg can't. Um, Barry, Barry still has one. Yeah, Barry does. I guess. Yeah. I don't think Bruce cares at this point. He's rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his power. He's um, rich. But he said it worked for twenty years in Gotham. I still don't buy that. Like. Been around for twenty years. Nonsense. He, he, I think Ten, I'll give you. Twenty. So what? He's been Batman since he's like been like twenty two, three, twenty four. Because yeah. he looks about yeah, forty four. So yeah. He trained in martial arts since he was six, and he's a grandmaster. And I don't know because he's Batman. Yeah, I, I'm fine with having an older Batman, but don't give me the twenty years BS. Like, All come right. on. Well, what, so, so, from a second Justice League movie, which may never happen. Do we go dark side next, or is that too similar to Steppenwolf? No, you, no, you do in Justice League, and then you do at the end. You do a scene where Steppenwolf's begging for his life with Dark Side, and Dark Side's like, you, All right. "You failed me, come back." So swerve over to right, swerve over to a Justice League, and then and then go back. Yeah, and maybe you even have Luther influenced by the mind of Dark Side. Maybe you know? like because he already has touched. The new can, gods. can we not do that though? Can we really not? I don't know. I'm just I'm working with established history. Which I know I don't that. know if it still works. I know, but could we really not? I know. I'm just yeah. saying. Or we or we could do Starro. That'd be great to do. S- Starro would be cool. Yeah, but I that- wonder if there's a way to do Man of Steel two as a Jack Kirby fourth world movie. Orion, hmm. the new gods come or ask something. Superman for help, and then Justice League three is the continuing uh, like Thor Ragnarok the dark side. Thing. Yeah, okay. like Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be interesting. They did say at least at one point that there was a Man of Steel two on the docket, right? and they wanted uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, Mad Max Fury Road yeah. character George Miller. Right. I would love that. I would give so much money for that. I would. Give, I would actually pay actual money to see a movie instead of use my movie pass. You mean original director of Justice League, George Miller? Yeah. Yeah. I would pay so much. I would pay actual human money for that. Yeah, go, go ahead. Bro. I still want to. I want a John Schnepp documentary on Justice League Mortal. Oh my! More God. than I did the Tim Burton one. I agree with you, man. Totally. I would totally be down for that because I mean, yeah, they were they were literally like two months away from shooting that, but before before yeah. the writer strike. Who was um? Wait, who was cast in that? Um, Army Hammer. Army Hammer was Batman. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me hold on. Let me, I'll, I'll bring up the scrawny kid from yeah. the OC was Flash. Yeah, I'm bringing it up right now. Was there a Superman? There was. That's well, it wasn't yeah, Brandon it was, Ralph. No, it, was it was a Hispanic guy, I think. Uh, let's see. Uh, Devin. Let's Devin see. Grayson? No. No, 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 no. I'm bringing it up right now. One sec. Uh, Megan Gale was Wonder Woman. She was a model at the time. She's been And she though. actually was in Fury Road. She was the, the bait for the women at, in the middle of the movie. Oh, the one that was um, 
the one that ended up being the an tall, archer. tall, naked one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From the Volvani, which is, I still... <laughs> Okay. The Volvani. All right, so the cast, uh, because there is actually a photo of all of them that it exists, uh, Adam Brody from The Flash, uh, as The Flash. Uh, but there's more that exists, you just haven't seen it. Right. Uh, Army Hammer as Batman, as we mentioned. Common was going to play Green Lantern. John That's Stewart. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, DJ Controna, or Catrona as Superman. I have no idea who that is. Uh, Megan Gale as Wonder Woman, Hugh Keys Byrne as Martian Manhunter, and Santiago Cabrera as Aquaman, and Zoe Kassan as Iris Allen. And Jay Baruchel as Max Lord. Correct. That would have worked. Yeah. Jay, I would have I would loved to have seen Baruchel. them. Maybe. Jay Baruchel, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, and Teresa, yes, Pal- really. Teresa Palmer as Talia al Ghul, by the way. So Talia was going to be in this movie. Ooh. Yeah. And and this this was really really far down the road. There is you know a what? script that is online for it. You know what? Army Hammer for Batman. That's what everybody's been saying. I really want Army. That's what Hammer. everybody's. Been I want to see man. it because he's a good actor. He is. He I is. like him. He's not given a lot to do. No. But I he, I didn't see the Lone Ranger, and I probably never will. I'd uh, rather see him than Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Frankly, I don't need to see Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal already got to play Nightcrawler in that movie, so I mean, he doesn't yeah, have he, to. He was Nightcrawler, and he was uh, he was a uh, Prince of Persia. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, that's it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm being told that Nightcrawler is not actually about a blue elf. Uh, my my apologies. Uh, that has been redacted. All right. That that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we. I hope that we do get a second Justice League movie. I just don't know when it's going to happen. Um, I almost guarantee that certain solo movies are off the table. Like, I, we're not we're not going to see a cyborg movie. No, I almost wanted to anyway. I, I really didn't. I it's too that's too much. Yeah. Um, maybe after Justice League two or Justice League three. I personally believe Aquaman is going to bomb. And I don't I, want it. To. I'm I'm disappointed. I mean, I well, I would be disappointed. The problem if is they're releasing Aquaman next this time next year. Yeah. And it's not a Christmas movie. It's a no. It's not. <laughs> that's a perfect late July, early August movie, like where Guardians One was. Mm-hmm. You know, Arthur, Arthur Curry finds his family and decides to have a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> yeah, actually, holy crap! Yeah, December twenty first. It is legitimately a, a Christmas movie. Oh, it's going to go up against Star Wars. That's f- is it going up against the Star Wars um, movie? It's going up against Solo. Oh no! Fucked. No, no, no. Solo's coming out in May. Oh, it is. Oh, okay, this okay. May. All right. Okay. Well, then, what, then would it go up against Episode Nine then? No, episode nine. No, is the year they don't after. have it. It's going up against Mary Poppins Returns. Oh well, then it, it'll <gasps> fuck it'll, that. It'll I'm watching Mary Poppins. to make yeah. room for Mary Poppins. It'll, it'll, I am watching Mary Poppins. It, fuck that. Yeah, seriously. It's Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah I am watching Mary oh, fucking Miranda. Poppins. Fuck that. <laughs> Win Manuel Miranda, motherfucker. I know. There we go. That's what Ugh, I'm talking overrated. about. Overrated. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your mouth right now, you horrible human being. Oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. You're not Those are fighting words, Brent. I, 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 but uh, yeah, I think I think I take so it back. You're not we're all pretty positive on Justice League, actually. Not too negative. I don't yeah. think. I mean, I was probably the most negative, and I only because I was negative. <laughs> all I gotta say is I don't. I don't. The rumored production budget I saw online this morning was like three hundred million dollars. Yeah. I don't know where that went because it certainly did not go into the CGI. Oh my god. Or if it did, they did not get they took the, no production budget. Production is different than marketing. Yeah. Oh, oh, so, so not even marketing is included. Oh, jeez. But like, uh, whatever CGI houses they used, mm-hmm. they, they need to stop. Them. Like, big movies like this stick to Weta and ILM yeah. and pay them their money, right? Because obviously, whatever whoever they hired to do 
the com- the composites with the green screen, the digital doubles, all that stuff. I only watched this movie one time. Mm-hmm. Every time it stuck out like a sore thumb, and I was just like, yeah. "Where is the money being spent on this movie?" Because it's not Ben Affleck's salary. And with right. and with a clear you know? head, watching it a second time, I still noticed it. Yeah, and and that was that was a problem. Like I I legitimately went to see well, this a second time to uh, to just watch it as a movie. And yet that shit still stood out to me. I don't know that I even... Do you know that the intro they do with all the DC characters at the beginning mm-hmm. of, their, of the last two movies? I don't yeah. even love that because it, 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 that looks way CG. I mean, what? The PS3 it called and want the graphic back. Yeah, but it's like it's over... I kind of want... I want... I don't know. Give me, give me the comic images, like like get how some, they used to do. Get some South Park, uh, uh, you know, cutouts on there <laughs> instead. You know, get get South give Park. Me the like, give me, give me, no, give me like the, give me like images from the comics. Be proud of your roots. Yeah, but but you know what? Marvel doesn't even do even that. Even Marvel doesn't do that. Now. They stopped yeah. doing that, didn't they? Yeah, they well, did. Well, the fuck. They have they have twenty seven thousand movies to pull footage from. So of course. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I just so where I mean. I don't know, Brent. Where do where do where are we going after Aquaman? What do you think the, the next movie is? It is because it's got to be Shazam, right? Because ca- they cast it. I I hope that Jeff Johns is uh, taken over. It's not clear that he is, yeah. and like they just need to make it too. effing clear if he what he's right. doing. Because th- there was this weird like bleeding cool post a little bit ago. How like bleeding cool has got some? They're not journalism, but. <laughs> They have some really good sources. They have somebody who's personal friends with Diane Nelson on Facebook or yeah. something like that. Uh-huh. And she said that she lost her closest confidant in work in this new position. She was supposed to be learning all about comics because she doesn't really know anything about the characters or anything like that. I'll take that job. And Bleeding Cool basically was inferring, not official, mm-hmm. but inferring that like Jeff Johns was no longer operating under her or uh, – you know, working with her or whatever, like got moved up, promoted. And it, it happened at the same time of his new title or whatever, I think. So I don't know what's going on over there. It's clear that no one does. They need a Kevin Feige. That is clear. They need somebody whose job is not to direct the movies, but to put together the slate, put together the producers, put together the directors and the direction of the story and screenwriters and stuff. That that one thing is clear. Mm-hmm. So Wait, apparently they, they need an editor in chief. Greg Berlanti is uh, working on uh, Green Lantern script, and it's going to be for John Stewart. That's all yeah. cool. Uh, and he already d- did the first movie with Ryan Reynolds. He did, oh, and that's and his he needs script. To stop. Yeah, and American God, the American Gods EP. Michael Michael Green. Oh, Michael Green. Sorry. Yeah, no. Mike, Michael Michael Green says he would come back if asked. There, nothing is official yet. Okay. Nothing's official about that at at, at all. He even picked who he would have as as his John Stewart. Frankly, I don't even want to freaking read it because it's all bullshit at this point. Um, oh, it's probably the guy that from American Gods. At yeah, this point. that makes sense. Yeah, more than more than likely, it wouldn't surprise me. I was just looking to bleeding cool. Yeah, let's see. Um, uh, uh, yeah, no, he 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 would want. Uh, yeah, the choice is beyond a shadow of a doubt. Uh, yeah, he he would want Ricky Whittle to to be John Stewart. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He, that's his guy. Who? Ricky Whittle. Who? Exactly. No, but is that the guy from American? That is the, the guy, guy from American, American Gods. Gods. Yes. Okay, that nailed is, it. That is that is the dude. Yes. Yeah. Um, Dance with the girl you came with, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. So, but the but the next the next movie is definitely Shazam, right? Mm, maybe it's, it's script. No, I think yeah. it's Black Adam because the rocks were ready to go. No, the black no. Black Adam apparently is in Suicide Squad too. What? Oh, okay. oh, that's right. That that's actually that's in. 
production now, isn't it? Oh, God, it's, in it's not in production. Still. It's like pre-production. But if there's it. anybody that can save Suicide Squad 2, it might be The Rock. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, no, I don't know why. I don't know why he's not in. Apparently, though, also, Black Adam is not in the Shazam movie. That makes no, no fucking sense. It, that makes, yeah, it makes no sense at all. It makes it's, no sense, although I can think, I think I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. After seeing the second Black Panther trailer and then going, oh, fuck, no, really? Where he, they put Killmonger in an identical gold version Black Panther suit. I was, oh, I love that first <laughs> oh. trailer so much and I'm so hyped on this movie. Yeah. And then they saw the second trailer and I was like, oh, fucking God, no, please, no. <laughs> it's Ant-Man all over again. Yeah, I, I, like, come on. I think, yeah. I think we're going to get better than that. But oh, by, by the way, did you know Gavin O'Connor is dir- apparently directing Suicide Squad 2? That's the director of that. Warrior and Pride and Glory and The Accountant, the absolutely shitty Ben Affleck movie. No, okay, no, that wasn't but, that bad. Oh, like really? Oh, no, I, it's good. Oh, I because I, I, I've heard I've heard very negative things about it. But if you it's liked it, all right, more I'll consistent than uh, Justice League. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. It, it, it's in the, they also had the director of Fury for the first one, right? And look what happened. He's yeah. also apparently rebooting the Green Hornet again. That, since that needs to be done. <laughs> I actually liked the Seth Rogen one. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. It wasn't that bad, but it was not the Green Hornet, though. No, I know. Yeah. Suicide Squad director acknowledges Joker should have been the villain again. That's an article on Polygon that was re- that was released today. Yeah. That Mea culpa. Whole... Mea culpa. I'd make Joker the main villain and engineer a more grounded story. I have to take the good and bad and learn from it. I love making movies and I love DC. I'm a high school dropout and used to paint houses for a living. All right, I'm done reading that article now. (laughs) Yeah, well, then you shouldn't have a job directing then, right? Uh, Whatever. That's that's your takeaway point. Whatever, man. I I want to direct a movie. I ain't ain't going to. You don't see me walking up and getting $200 million to make a movie. Personal, personally, I'm okay with DC doing a whole bunch of solo shit as long as it's good. And I, but unconnected, it embrace the multiverse. Most loosely connected, I want right. I want loosely connected. At least, and Brandon, like, I'm, I'm okay with that if you do something like a Superman Red Sun, but only after you do a good Superman movie. Yes, please. Let's just fo- let's create a universe that works before you start branching out. Right. That's my point. I do not want this Scorsese Joker movie. Neither do I. I, I don't, don't want either. it. Neither do I. No way. Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, mind you, I still, I still feel like it's a pipe dream, like somebody wrote a fanfic out there I don't somewhere. know if I want a Scorsese superhero movie, period. Ah, uh, yeah. Because, so, so like, okay, so you, you guys realize the guy who, who show ran Iron Fist and Inhumans, two of the worst Marvel TV shows, mm-hmm. did Dexter. Yes. Yeah, season, uh, last season of Dexter, yeah, yes. The last horrible season Oh, of it was horrible? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. We last, talked about last this season last of Dexter if you was had listened complete to it. horse shit. I haven't watched yeah, the last couple seasons of Dexter. I'm sorry. Dude, he I, sucks. I, he should die. Seriously, seriously uh, it was it was the worst ending to a show I've, I've seen. In he needs to die. It was small. I don't know about that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize to you. I hate you as a, <laughs> as a showrunner. You don't need to do any more television ever again. Yeah. But, you know, you can, you can I don't know, be a be a sale, insurance salesman. You can flip burgers. Just get away. Get out of life. He also, he can be he a, also, best boy, a best boy. Yes. Yeah, best you can boy. be a best boy. You can be a decent boy. Let's start de- he, don't give he yourself... Show, he show ran in humans. Yeah, he's dead. See, again... Has anyone has no watched right. Inhumans? No. No. I've been scared off of it. I, I refuse to. You got you got five minutes through, Brandon? Really? Yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah. You're, wow. you're an inhuman monster that can take a lot of damage, apparently. <laughs> I wanted to gouge my eyes You're talking out. to a guy who watched Pluto Nash in the theaters, as well as Freddy Got Fingered, Battlefruit Earth... 
and a, a bunch of shitty late nineties movies, and I won't do Inhumans. Man, you masochist! You, I am a masochist. And I don't I feel won't like, do Inhumans. I don't feel like we're getting any further answers on this, so I just want to talk about one more thing on this episode, and then we can wrap it up. Uh, the other big thing that Jeff Johns is behind at the moment, because this is actually yet another good segue, uh, Doomsday Clock. The first issue hit uh, last week. Uh, I have read it, uh, Raf read it, and Brent read it. Uh, Brandon, do you do you mind if there's a little bit of spoilers on this, or do you want to stay like unspoiled? Okay. So when when so when it's Rorschach much kills Batman, oh my god! Okay, shut your face. Uh, I, I, for one thing, okay, opinion on this has been really split. What a shock! It feels like that's this, that's this episode is is opinion being split. But I I genuinely I I enjoyed it for the most part. I, I felt like it was respectful enough to the source material while at the same time creating um its own thing um and you know can, existing within the watchman world this is i mean it's called doomsday Club, but it's watchman too yeah like that's- yeah it's 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 fine mm-hmm. i think for me at least with the first issue yeah the problem is it spends it's it's all setup and not enough setup yeah that's true. obviously it's the first yeah. issue you can't expect anything more than setup but mm-hmm. It's all. It's not enough because you don't. You just find out about Rorschach and Adrian Veidt, and there's two pages with Superman and nothing else. Yeah, that's my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's, so that's there's true. no there's no hint at the overarching conflict yet. That's my and I same. Doubt criticism. we'll get that for another four issues. Also, and this is a twelve issue miniseries. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gary Frank still a master. Oh, beautiful! Oh, he he just gets better and better. He he and, really does. And even though he's not aping Dave Gibbons. It looks incredibly Gibbons-like. Yes, it does. Because yeah. he's using the nine-panel grid. Absolutely. Yeah, he's yeah. really good at it. The col- the coloring is is gorgeous. The inking is superb. Also, um, Christopher Reeve as playing Superman in that book is terrific. <laughs> I really Shut believe up. he's Superman. It's true though. It <laughs> is. He. I mean, I love. I. I love Gary Frank. I. I love that he chooses to make Christopher Reeve live on forever as Superman. It's well, totally cool with me. Okay. My my one negative, and it, it is at this point become a Jeff Johns trope. What is Jeff John's obsession with killing parents? Like, he listens to comic timing and he remembers when my brain broke at, at Super Show. He apparently or does. episode 200, actually, not even Super Show. Because it was Jeff John, I mean, it was Jeff John's decision to have both of Superman's parents be dead. Uh, and now we're led to the assumption that he's basically aping himself here, like just along the lines of, of you know, uh, reverse flash killing Barry's mom. Yep. It looks like Dr. Manhattan or whoever set up this universe killed both of Superman's parents in a car crash. Yeah, which I don't think is what happened in the New 52 universe. No, they're alive in the New 52 universe. No, no, they're dead. They're dead. They're dead. They're dead. Oh, Jonathan had a heart attack. No, no. Jonathan had a heart attack pre-New 52. Oh, okay. In this okay. version, they both died in a car crash. Oh. This so- is setting that up. But this isn't the New Fifty Two Superman. This is. Oh wait, 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 wait! wait. You need to Superman you need to catch reborn. up. You need to catch yeah, up on yeah, Superman. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, they basically yeah. merged the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I remember a, that. At, at the end of the whole Clark. No, I remember that thing. because soup, they had Superman Red, Superman Blue, and I flipped out yeah. because that's from my favorite era of, of yes, comics, nineteen ninety seven. Yep. Yeah. So that, that but now he, now his origin is pretty much merged. And right. Like, right. He has every origin. He's every origin. Yeah. It's all in him. Ex- exactly. Yeah, he's DC's new Hawkman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? except and now Hawkman's back with metal. So there you go. 
I, I just well, not yet. Well, not yeah, yet, probably. Yeah. Um, he's a bird, <laughs> and so is Batman. What the? Well, I, I don't even know what's going on with Hawkman because I read that Death of Hawkman mini. I didn't. And I don't remember Hawkman dying in it very much. He, no, he <laughs> travels to the dark multiverse and disappears, and he's presumed dead. But he doesn't even do that. Like, why do we have to kill Hawkman again? It was kind of pointless. I don't know. He's Whatever. He's going to come back. He's Hawkman. He's a bird. He's going to come back. Exactly. So is Batman. So Rorschach has to be the the, the, the newsstand kid, right? That's yes, that's what I was I thinking. Think of. Yeah. yeah. That, There's no other prominent black character in that book that I remember. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So that's that's got to be Brandon, it. spoiler, Rorschach is black. Yeah. You see a black hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not the villain, his but a off. hand that looks like yours? Yep. Racist, but okay. Brandon, you can, you can tell us. Are no, you that right? was a comic book joke. Yeah. Uh, I know, right? I know. <laughs> That's what I was going I for. It's a casual. I'm sorry if it came off differently. You, you, can, you can tell us, Brandon. Are you Rorschach? There was only one response to that, Brandon. Hmm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're not, I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. Yeah. I and I I love how I love how they had a combination of like 1993 politics along with today's politics. You know, and a lot of the stuff that they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Was that? Yeah, Donald was president. Right? Uh, well, no, Red. They kept saying Red. Robert Redford. Oh, Robert Redford. President Redford. Okay. So Robert Redford became president. Succeeded Reagan, apparently. Yeah. Reagan smash. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I like to smash sometimes at nighttime when I eat jelly beans. Will uh, will. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I hope that this that this goes well, and I'm I'm enjoying what I'm what I'm seeing so far, and I'll say that I'm definitely enjoying metal too. Yeah, uh, since I we did too. mention it, um, that's the other big thing going out of DC right now, and Marvel is doing comics, so good for them. Somewhere, yeah, they should be very proud of themselves. They're still doing comics. Yeah, I like. Some of them, yeah. No, Miss Marvel's still good. Miss Marvel's still good. Uh, Spider Man, I'm still enjoying Spider Man. I'm really enjoying. I'm really enjoying uh, Death of Thor. De- Wait, Death of Thor is a thing? Yeah, the Mighty Thor 700. That's the start of the Death of Thor. Oh, they bring okay. back um, what's the Mangog, the guy with the anger of a billion. Oh, okay. All right. Is this? Is, is this? Oh, Aaron's I hear I thought arc? that was a riff on Magog from. Uh, no, Mangog existed before. Bef- he's a Silver Age Thor villain. Oh, oh, interesting. No idea. Yeah, yeah that, I, 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 like I said, I'm a pretty big Thor fan. Yes, you are. Um, Chris Mash. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, either way, gentlemen, I, I believe that uh, comic books are good, and we are still reading them. So, yeah, yes, much. yes, definitely. Uh, that, that's, that's a good way to end this, right? I think. <laughs> also, the Punisher is really dark. Yes, I, I have not watched it. Oh, I did watch the first three episodes of Runaways, and I, and I very much enjoyed them. Um, so, anybody who hasn't should go ahead and do so. Have you touched it, Brent? I have not touched either of those series yet. Okay. Um, I have not done Punisher. Raph has. It's really dark. It's really, really dark. Be in a happy place when yeah. you watch it because it's PTSD out the wazoo. Yeah. Uh, like, like Jessica Jones dark or like... Oh, no. Jessica Jones is like... she She's she's really pretty well adjusted compared to Frank Castle and all the soldiers <laughs> oh, in that. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Dude, they're all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Like that's, right. that's yeah. what I've been hearing. Yeah, there, 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 there. There's a lot. Like PTSD doesn't mean to describe it. Yeah, like they're. I'm kind of worried about that show because, like, 
I kind of grew tired of Frankie Castle in season two of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to watch 13 episodes of him, honestly. Yeah, you don't have to. Um, He's all right. You get less of him. It's it's you get more of his past and you get a little more of what's going on. Like there's some dark shit. It's yeah. it's the most like the Max series that I've seen out, out of anything that that's been done. Yeah, like it's really dark, disgusting, evil shit that people do in the in the military and the CIA and 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 how Frank was related to all that. Yep. Yeah, it's really like dirty. <laughs> like like if you if you ever trusted your government before this, you're not going to afterwards. Yep. Well, well they <laughs> cut my paycheck, so... <laughs> exactly. So you're, it's perfect. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah. America. Uh, <laughs> what, I, what I will add is that, yeah, Runaways simultaneously feels like the comic while also creating some new and interesting things cool. that are that are different. Uh, the, the pride is way more fleshed out in this than they were in the comics. Like, the pride in the comics... Well, well, Brenda, I mean, come on. The, the pride in the comics were basically just bad guys. That's it. Yeah, like, they were there for, like, the were, first six issues. And yeah. That was it. Just, yeah. People who then disappeared for 1,800 issues. Exactly. Yeah. In this, you actually get to know a lot more about the parents. For instance, a couple changes. Like, Molly is adopted in this. She was adopted by Gert's parents. Um, and oh. she's also Molly Rodriguez versus Molly Hayes. Uh, which Molly Bending Rodriguez? Yes, exactly. She, which is funny because she has strength powers and she bends a couple of things. So okay. she is actually... Is perfect. Yeah, it does work out very well. Um, and... Each character feels like they're supposed to at this. Like, Nico is very Nico. Uh, mm. Staff of One plays into it uh, by the time the third episode is complete. Um, Alex is really on point, and his hair is perfect. Yeah, I've seen the hair. Um, and, yeah, the, the, everything's everything's really interesting so far. I'm, I'm very intrigued as to where they're going to go with this and whatever changes they make. So, yeah, give it a shot if you haven't yet on Hulu. Uh, first three episodes are out, and... I think the fourth one airs tomorrow, if I remember correctly, because Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Who likes to do week by week after releasing the first three? So they'll 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 be doing that for this one too. So give it a shot. You guys got anything else? Or are we good to go? Uh, I think we're good to go. I would like to plug my YouTube channel, yeah, Because Bullets, on go YouTube. Right I've got a uh, Hero Box unboxing on there. I've got a bunch of unboxings of the Funko DC crates. If you want to ever check out what's in those, I got them. And I have planned, um, I think I'm going to shoot it this weekend, um, my ranking of the best movie bat suits. Hmm. Okay. And I'm going to pick them the fuck apart. Cool. Nice. Well, and uh, and, and all, you, you also have an unmolested Justice League review of just, of just you talking about it. I do. I do. I think the return I think I was, suit. I saved some things for this episode, but I don't know if I said everything. But that's okay. <laughs> Yes. Returns or Dark Knight. There you go. I think those are my suits. Yeah, I think so. That that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, although Returns, he couldn't move his he- his head either. Yeah, but that's the suit. That's the all black with the yellow. That's the suit. That that was the suit for the longest time. I go. I go. Animated. Uh, just. I, I animated Justice League Unlimited for me is is probably my suit. I uh, I go season f- season three. Yeah. Uh, Batman animated series. Yeah, yeah. The black okay. with the gray. Yep. Yeah. That that, that yes. was that was pretty. Yeah. Good. That, that was pretty good, good too. too. Yeah. Well, I'm only talking live action. Well, so. yeah. If no, I have action. I go Dark Knight. Yeah. I I would go Dark Knight as well. Yeah, because he could move his head. That was, yeah. that was that was it important. Looks, it looks okay. It, it does. It, it looks. It looks. Like, it's functional. <laughs> it looks cool. Brando, where can we find your stuff? Uh, um, on the Twitter, still at the Dabadon, and also on my podcast at the Pop Culture Clash on iTunes. Very cool. Uh, what's your? And also, you can follow. Also, you can follow my my co-host on the Instagrams at a das Baron. And uh, what what's your latest uh, episode entail? 
Uh, our latest episode is our Halloween episode from last month. Uh, we talked about it and all things psychological horror also as well. Hmm. You, nice. you know, if you told six-year-old me that I would like the new It more than I like the new Justice League, <laughs> six-year-old me would scream his head off in terror that I'd seen It. <laughs> and he'd also be yeah. shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right? They, they, had to pri- they had to prime me to the theater to go see it because was, was, five-year-old me hated oh my god yeah so did i no, i didn't I, I hadn't actually really seen know. it yeah. until two weeks before i saw the current so i was not terrified in any way shape or form but but like but like liking it more than it's a better movie than justice league like that is inconceivable to five-year-old me mm-hmm. anyway well the good thing though is that superman floats too yes and they also, and they gave him yeah. his also, theme and and they he did. had a good moment. And he was fun. My my problem is whenever I think of it, it I think of and we all float off. <laughs> all, right. all right, Raph, where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, I'm I'm in the middle of rebranding everything, so the Twitter is now at Raph Does Stuff, and the website will be at will be Raph Does Stuff, and I'm gonna do stuff because there used to be Raph Write Stuff, and I was gonna review stuff, but yeah. then I do other stuff too, so I might like podcast maybe right. possibly maybe no, no I I. I you can you can keep telling us you will. I just yeah. won't believe you. I'm just gonna guest host every six years or something. He's just gonna randomly Wait. like talk to himself in a room and not record it in any way. And just go, oh shit, I should record and just yeah, that'll be me. Wait, wait, so wait, so Raph has a new podcast coming out again? <laughs> I haven't had and a new I'm podcast gonna, in six and I got years. I podcast is going on. What the hell's going on? Have we switched places? Uh, yeah, actually, I think yeah, yeah. We, we we have. And I put out a podcast once every three months. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, this Comic Time is my favorite quarterly podcast. Uh, dear Lord, yeah. Eventually, guys, you are going to get the C two E two and and uh, and your Comic Con interviews from this year. It's just I no joke. My computer fuck this, Windows ten for randomly restarting because it's happened to me like multiple times now. This year, meaning twenty seventeen. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, God. You can find me on Twitter at I am sci fi with underscores I underscore M underscore sci fi. That's also my Instagram. And the Tumblr, when I remember it exists, is at ehaw-es9. And the email address for comic timing is comic timing at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash comic timing for all of the comic timing conversation. It's probably where you can find us more often than we come out with episodes. So, nice way to converse with us. And, uh, and yeah, make sure to definitely check out the, uh, the BK's Bullets uh, episodes that are coming out on the YouTubes. And uh, Brett is over at, at Casino B. I'm pretty sure he said that earlier, but I'll say it again. And that is that with that. So, gentlemen, good catching up with you boys, and we'll try to do this sooner than later next time around. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> We're definitely going to do a year-end wrap-up show that much right now, because uh, Chris Chavez, I forgot to tell him about this episode, so we're, we're going to include him on that, and uh, we'll, we'll do some old-school conversation. He's gone, mate. Yep. And as always, there's always time for comics. Wait, hold on. Let me reshoot that. There's always time for comics. Because you're Batman. <laughs> I hate that now. Hey, you're, you're just glad that I saved that shit until the end, man. Thank God. Oh, God. Oh, I would have probably hung up again. You <laughs> kept doing it. Uh, you're not a hero. <laughs> I live longer. This is a I, I'm proud of myself for not mentioning Affleck's modulated voice once on this fucking episode because holy hell, that still bothers the shit out of me. I, you know, I, like, I, I like it better than the. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, because you can understand him. Hold on. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it makes sense. Why the hell not? Why wouldn't you? I, although it I, still sounds exactly like Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs>
You, you know what? I still want. I, I every single time I hear it, I still expect him to go. Do you want to suck my cock, <laughs> I think we did good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, you, you got you to you hear that all uh, episode, though, so uh, oh, it might, yeah. might not sound so great. Oh, my God. I didn't miss that. <laughs> no. No one misses this I, I swear all. to God, if you do that all episode, this is never happening again, bro. Do it. <laughs> <laughs>